0: Hello, all you cool cats and kittens. Actually, I'm just kidding. I'm not gonna even try to do a fake mock-up entrance, like you guys know I do. I'm Dane Alves, and this is an episode of Dane Rants, a special episode, uh, maybe a transitional episode to a new show. But today on Dane Rants, uh, just got a little bit of, of stuff to talk about. I got my buddy Abe Greer with me, and we're gonna we're gonna go over casting. Uh, for the X Men movie that's bound to happen. And we're also going to talk a little bit about Marvel and DC, uh, some, some of the news. You know, we got a She Hulk. We have an angry She Hulk and an angry Ezra Miller, but hopefully he's not angry anymore. But I can't do this by myself. Like I said, everyone give it up out there for, for Mr. Abe Grill!
1: Oh, stop. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much. Thank you for um, having me. Come back to the show. It Was fantastic time last time. Looking forward to talking about some X Men today. Hope everybody in the universe is doing fantastic today.
0: I hope Kanan can find the uh, animated series um, intro because that's what I'm going to put or ask him politely to find for me for the entrance for this show. I always put him to work with these different episodes, but it, it's much needed. Right? I have that. I have. I have that intro. I can send it to you if you like. Oh, cool. Uh, maybe we'll get. Yeah, if I'll, I'll uh, hook you up with Kanan. And you can email it to him because that would be a lot easier instead of us having to, you know, because he'll 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 provide those type of things for us. But mm-hmm. it's nice to be able to provide yeah. it for him. Yeah. And it's such an
1: yeah. iconic theme. I mean, when you think of X-Men, that's when it comes to X-Men and music,
0: that's easily the first thing you think of. Easily. Oh, absolutely. It's kind of like the old school 70s Spider-Man song. very much so it's icon here comes spider-man yes yes sir uh i was one of those sad kids that would uh like rent all the different old school 70s marvel shows so i got to know some of those weird ass ones like captain america was like when captain america (laughs) throws his mighty shield (laughs) and the red and the white and the blue come through yeah that's that was me that's when they had namor and thor Oh, yeah. And Spider-Man and his amazing friends with him and uh, Iceman and Firestar. And, uh, Firestor- Firestar, yes, yes. Yes. One, Random.
1: But that's actually one of the better team-ups, like, just in Marvel continuity. I mean, the show's cool, but that team-up, you know, um, because I think he teamed up with Firestar in the Maximum Carnage storyline. And she's such an underrated character. Absolutely. Oh, we, oh, yeah. We could go on about that. I could talk about the amazing friends for two hours. I, that- I just
0: remember... They they had like a, a crossover episode with the, with the uh, X Men because mm-hmm. obviously you know Iceman and her are both incorporated in there both being mutants and Iceman being on the team and uh, they had Wolverine with an Australian accent I thought that was uh, very uh, <laughs> weird and random that was um, Pride of
1: the X Men that was supposed to be it was it was supposed to be the first X Men cartoon but it never made it past the pilot but that's what that Capcom game is based off of. That Capcom, um, that the old school six-man beat 'em up game. I did not know that. It's based on Pride of the X Men. It, w- it was a, uh, you can. It's actually on YouTube, the whole thing, but it was, um, great team too. Wolverine had the Australian accent. They had Nightcrawler, Colossus, Storm, Dazzler, and Cyclops, and last but not least, Dazzler. Oh, she's such a great character, and that's who Jubilee. You know, Jubilee is essentially Dazzler. So, um, yep. I would love. I, I hope they use Dazzler. More. I hope they actually get to see her. We get to see her in, in some form of live action. That that's my most wanted X Men appearance. I'd easily. That's what I want to see more than anything.
0: We'll get down to it, but I think that oh. mine. I love Dazzler, but um, mine's Morph. Big Morph fan. Big Ooh. Morph Mark. Yes.
1: And Man. it's because of the
0: animated series too. But uh, yeah. Um. I will say the Australian guy wasn't as good as the uh, animated series guy because no. Cal Dodd is um, a gem. I got to interview him once years back, first start of uh, Geek Vibes. Really cool dude. Oh, that's amazing. Uh, it's iconic. Yep.
1: He, he, he is the essential or the only Wolverine voice as far as I'm concerned when it comes to voice and you know, animation. He is the voice.
0: Oh, yeah. It's kind of like um, what is the actor that does Solid Snake's voice? Oh, it's David something. It's like David K. Is that what David K.
1: David K.
0: I can't remember his name. I can't remember. Yeah, I'm trying to like look it up and try to like be like you know I'm on it, but uh, I don't have the information in front of me. Yeah. All right. So David Hader, I think that's what it is, bro. It is. It is David Hader. Okay.
1: Yeah, David Hader. That's what it is.
0: Yeah. It's he's solid snake.
1: David Hader. That's it. That's another
0: iconic. uh, We need now. Um, for one of the many websites that do the versus things to get on a solid snake versus Wolverine and have those two voices for them, oh. one, of, one of the uh, one of the websites do that. I'm sure they'll listen to my power. I have that range of, of power, that kind um, of sway. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't have any of that at all. But uh, it's, it's coming though, it's coming. Go listen. Thanks, Abe. I, I appreciate of that. Course. I'll, uh, I'll try course. to get it done. <laughs> so, uh Last time we are talking about Marvel and DC, real quick, we'll, we'll do this before we go into my, uh, or our casting ideas for X-Men. You know, we were talking about the setup from, based on um, Comic-Con and the phases for Marvel, and then some of the shake-up and things that happened with DC uh, concerning Batgirl, and that whole entire thing. Um, so, kind of, I, the big thing with Marvel, I think, is She-Hulk. Uh, it had its first episode. This last week, and I really enjoyed the uh, episode. I liked the storyline. I loved the uh, the chemistry between uh, Tatiana Maslany and also um, Mark Ruffalo. Mm-hmm. I thought they were great together. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked how it differs, just like the comic books. Essentially, her breaking the fourth wall from Deadpool, mm-hmm. whereas Deadpool's crazy ass will just start doing it in front of people, and everyone's like, "Who the fuck's he talking to?" Exactly. You know. Besides, which is weird, her cousin noticing. Usually, she kind of goes off, and then everything kind of slows down mm-hmm. while she's doing it. So, I dug that. I will say that the 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 special effects look better, Abe, but they still they still kind of look like they could be related to Shrek and Fiona. I'll just put it that way. I'm glad but,
1: you said. I'm glad you said that. Um, I I think those were the biggest complaints that I saw in the webverse. Was the special effects? I, I don't. It's difficult to make a woman. Period. I think you know in anything when it comes to you know artistry or drawing hand you know by hand, um, CG. Like women are hard and they're complex already. So of course they're complex when it comes to making them. And then to make the effects of her growing, what I looked at Dan was her hair. Her hair was absolutely amazing. The way it flowed, the strands. Because I think hair is one of the hardest things to make for. Um, a CGI artist and it was I thought it looked great especially for a TV show I thought it looked great I, I would compare it to Miss Marvel's um Miss Marvel's power set some of it looked you know clunky every now and then and kind of cheesy on some parts but I'm just imagining it in a movie in a movie with a bigger budget Miss Marvel's powers are gonna look amazing it's gonna look fantastic and I think the same for She-Hulk so this, to say that the effects didn't bother me I, I actually thought they looked pretty good I, I was impressed, actually. Um, she was super hot, by the way. The way that she needs to be. She was super hot. And, um, oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, absolutely gorgeous. Especially when she turned into She-Hulk. Oh, man. <laughs> I watched the episode like three times. And, I was like, this lady is beautiful.
0: And Tatiana Mislani is, is beautiful nonetheless. But Oh, I mean, yes. Yes, sir. I, want, I wonder if they're going to do something in the show where like the person's like, but uh, can you turn to the green version of yourself? You know what's going to happen. That- that, that would be a funny – especially if she just whoops the person's ass. You know it's going
1: to happen. You, you know it's going to happen at least once. Especially when, <laughs> if she's dating or messing with a guys. Come going to be like, can I get a She-Hulk, please?
0: And I think that we can have room for this show having and introducing back Matt Murdoch to the MCU. Because I know a lot of people are scared that it might be too funny for, for his – I don't – the tone of the show, I think that you can still have him – have his you know, more humorous side, and I fucking hope to God they don't like try to, I'll just say, um, Ragnarok it, I think is the best term possible.
1: <laughs> or love and thunder it.
0: Yeah, just too much comedy, basically. If, if they do it like at the level that, honestly, the, the Netflix show did it, and more the courtroom style, and they have a good camaraderie, I don't yeah. have a problem with it. I don't need Matt Murdock to be introduced extra goofy at all. No. Um. Nobody wants that. He's got a sense of humor, though. He's 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 very suave and 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 charismatic. So and definitely when we finally get to Echo and then his show, I want him them to you know go Hawkeye, but even fucking more, you know, darker than that. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I do. So it's, it'll be interesting to see I, him pop up. I think they're setting us up with this um,
1: Ali Ali McBill episodic. You know, I'm um, com- comedical version of She-Hulk. I think they're setting us up for a really dark tone at the end. Um, something I've already proclamated. I think that the ending, like, I don't think we'll see Hulk again until the end. And then we'll see him. But it's going to be setting up something for him in the future. I actually think he'll turn into Savage Hulk. He's going to lose control of this, of this smart Hulk. Um, and we're going to see him go back into the Hulk at the end of the show. She's going to come to him and say, man, you you were right, Bruce. I can't control it. I am a hero. I need your help. And he's, like, going to be gone or something. He's going to be missing. Because that Sakaaran mm. ship, ship came down causing the crash. And what he said was he's like, yeah, that's a something class ship. I guess I'll have to deal with that later.
0: Yeah. So it was like, definitely oh, okay. a possibility. What is what the if message? The... Oh, please. Yes. No, I was just going to say, what if that ship ends up stealing him to go to Sakaar as opposed to what happens in the comic books where the yes. Illuminati obviously sent him. So maybe they think he's the best warrior and they grab him and yeah. that's what direction we can go in you know, you know setting up Hulk cuz I don't
1: I don't foresee us getting a Hulk individual movie. I don't think that's no. I don't think it's in the cards, you know. Um, but whatever they put him in next, whatever he's in, you know, this might lead into that thread Um, For whatever his story is going to be narratively.
0: No, I I like that. I definitely do. Um, One thing that I I is the only other issue, and I saw other people say this: (sighs) the way to get around, you know, Infinity War, where Hulk fucked up his arm was supposed to be permanently like that. Mm -hmm. You negate it by kind of changing the dynamic of the origin. Whereas in the comic books. Jennifer needs a blood transfusion. And since they're so match and alike that Bruce ends up being the person to provide it, mm-hmm. the gamma radiation bonds with it, saves her, but it also caused her to become she Hulk mm-hmm. in this. He got a cut open since they do have similar genetics. It gunned to her, caused her to be she Hulk. And then in doing so her blood getting in his fix the arm when he, you know, became the Hulk again. So, mm-hmm. It's fine, but at the same time, you think it's a bit of a cop-out. You know what I'm saying? I, I, um, look, man, it's hard being it's
1: hard being us. It's hard being fans. You know, the, the, the 10% of people who actually, you know, read comics or read comics growing up. It's, it's hard sometimes when you go watch these things and you're like, that's not the same. Or they changed this. And it makes you think, why would you change it? Because the car accident situation could have worked just as well. And this was a car accident, don't get me wrong. No, actually, I think her origin story is she got shot. She got shot. I think it was like a mob hit, like a like a mob hit on her life because she was prosecuting a mobster, and it was like an attempt on her life. So um so she ended up getting shot and she needed a blood transfusion. So much different. But at the end of the day, the MCU is the MCU, and they just make it work for that. And you know, it it works for that, I guess. It's, it, you know kind of like. Kamala Khan, it's kind of like Kamala Khan and you know, not being an inhuman. That's a pretty big, you know, pretty big, um, detail to
0: change, but
1: I don't know if I really care. I don't
0: know. <laughs> <laughs> no, I feel you, and I guess, uh, hmm, I'm trying to think. One thing, as even comic book fans, us diehards, even have to realize, and I saw this complaint a lot between people. Because I'm a mental masochist and like to go in comment sections on Twitter and Facebook for some fucking reason. I do too. Um, It's okay. But you know, you see people and their complaints, and it's like, yeah, that's valid. But at the same time, we're comic book fans. I mean, I hate to say this, when you talk about stakes in comics, piss writing happens all the damn time, where it just changes so they can adapt it to make sense to the story that they're trying to tell at that you know that that time. So. Uh Unfortunately, a little bit, we're going to have to kind of get over it because it, I'm telling you, I don't know 100% if and when, but it's kind of like what I was saying the last time we talked about Captain America and Iron Man being involved in the MCU going forward, even if the actors aren't included because they don't want to come back. It's like, mm-hmm. this is comic books. This, this is shit that, that happens. I it mean, happens all the time. And you open up a multiverse now, so... Uh, and, and I'm sure I'm certain they did it
1: on purpose because you chose to call your saga the multiverse saga, meaning that we can do whatever the hell we want and just expect just be ready to expect it. You know, be ready to expect Toby Maguire coming back again or, you know, or Andrew Garfield showing up again. Like these things or maybe Halle Berry or, you know, what I mean, people from the Fox X-Men universe popping in there. Like, oh, I thought you, know, you were talking about Catwoman. No, like, oh, okay. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> that would be great, though. That would be absolutely money if they did that. Um, Sharon Stone comes in, too. Um, <laughs> oh. If you put Sharon Stone there, I'm there. I don't care what it is. Yeah, I have Total Recall stuck in my brain when I was a 6- or 7-year-old little boy. That movie's. it made me just love her. I, think, yeah. like, I watch movies way too young. One of the reasons I think I love them as much as I do now is like – I remember seeing Total Recall. I probably shouldn't watch that movie that young, you know, but I didn't understand it. I got older and I was like, oh, man, that movie is sick.
0: That's like I was over <laughs> at my buddy uh, Jimmy's house when I was really young and probably like six or seven. He lived, lived like two houses over and his parents let him do whatever the fuck. And I'm watching what ends up being Children of the Corn uh, <laughs> and just like looking around like, I don't know if I should be watching this. Am I allowed to watch this? I ended yep. up like leaving because the ending scared the fuck out of me. He wants you, Malachi. Oh God! To watching movies when we wouldn't, we we shouldn't have, you know. Yes, well, you know, there's a gifted accursed cursed
1: effect to it. Can kind of be a cool thing, but
0: well, with us at least, there was less access. Now young kids can go and get on Netflix. Oh if yeah, their parents haven't found something and watch Terrifier. Uh, so <laughs> you know, there is
1: but when it comes to the MCU and and you know and um just the character's overall like you know taking She-Hulk and changing her origin up a little bit you know she's essentially the same character cuz i think i can vouch for every boy my age i think i can vouch for every boy close to my age growing up you know every comic book boy my age i, I should say comic book fan growing up she-hulk is like one of the hot Character, she's one of the hot characters. She's one, you know, she's like a rogue or a a Psylocke or, um, you know, a storm or all those women are beautiful, and you know, and and I think I was always attracted to that. Me growing up, like She Hulk, like, yes, give me more Jessica Walters, please, or Jennifer Walters, excuse me, give me more of that. Like, she's gorgeous, and um, I think they did that well. Like, the you know, and I know they're going to play on that in the next couple of episodes, they're going to play on her being super attractive and confident you know what i mean and i'm sure they're gonna you know make it um kind of bring a negative connotation to it too or there's going to be ramifications of her getting too egotistical i think that because i can see that happen with her what happening with her like i'm awesome i'm the shit. i'm a big time lawyer i'm super hot i'm green i'm strong i can control it like she's gonna lose it she's gonna lose it and go crazy
0: you know it because she has a lot of confidence man yeah I agree with you with everything you were saying. I mean, this girl not too long ago was asking me why I wanted her to, like, paint herself green. And I just told her to, like, just fucking do it. It's not a big deal. But anyways, yeah. Um, let's uh... – God, this is such a terrible transition. That was fantastic. Gonna... Well, no, the transition, because we just talked about that. And now let's talk about some DC news. Let's talk about some DC news. So Ezra Miller, um, he came out and – uh he apologized there was some apparent leaked information a couple days before this happened whereas warner brothers or more warner brothers discovery and uh mr uh there was three options they were going for they were going to try to figure figure out this whole ezra situation have him have a public apology go and get cleaned up and uh have no press um The second option, and apparently I think we know what ended up happening, second option would have him be completely out of press and just out of the picture, advertisement a little bit, try to make as much money as they can back. And the other one was just scrap it and be probably the biggest budgeted film to be scrapped in Hollywood history. Uh, So that was a consideration. So Ezra complied with them and made a statement saying that he – has a lot of uh, mental and, you know, just a lot of problems and would be going to rehab to figure out his, his self. And, you know, um, that's, uh, it's interesting. And I think that a lot of people liked a comeback story, if you will. Um, My whole thing is the sincerity of it, just because, like I said, these leaks that were apparently true came out right beforehand and, You know that's that was one of them so Mm -hmm. i don't know i am a cynical son of a bitch i would say abe Mm -hmm. so i just think and i'll pass to you see what how you feel about it i hope i you know i have struggled with mental problems in the past i'm actually clinically bipolar take medication for it i've been fine and don't really have too many issues for probably the last twelve years of my life. But it got really dark in well, my late twenties. Awesome. Thank you, sir. I appreciate that. I'm kind of I'm very open about it because I think that talking about mental health is very important for us to do, especially us men. And that's no offense to ladies. It's just for some reason guys don't like opening up about shit like that. And I think the I think that's more important to get it out there than make it something that you're you're worried about discussing. So I just want to say that I hope everything is okay with Ezra. Um, and I want help for Ezra. I just think a little bit of me is like any of the one of about five or six things that Ezra has gotten in trouble for would completely derail a male celebrity that isn't him or, uh, them, I should say, sorry about that. Um, you know, we're we're talking about throwing a chair at a woman or choking one that is on YouTube because someone videotaped it or threatening a couple with a knife and holding them basically, you know, just being crazy, uh, breaking and entering. Obviously, it was a new one that he got in trouble for, um, but also the situation with the ex saying that he was aggressive. You know, in a in a behind the sheets sort of way, uh, and didn't stop. Um, And then also the grooming situation—it's just a lot. And God, Zaslav and Warner Brothers. I'm I'm, just to be serious. If Ezra goes, gets help, great. Tries to have a comeback, which you know you got to think about. Like people like Robert Downey Jr. I don't know the levels of what he did, but. I mean, one of the famous stories is he woke up in someone's bed to a couple that found him there. He broke into their house, had no recollection about this, completely strung out on whatever, just passed out in their bed, destroyed a bunch of shit, and they, you know, found him there the next morning. So people can change, but Fesser goes back out and does something again afterwards. Holy fuck. Like what the hell are they gonna do? So there's a lot of dynamic, I would say, within the whole situation, Abe. Yeah, and I think people can change their
1: actions, but most people can't change who they are. Those are two different things, you know, like who you are and and what you do. You know, it's. I know um, Rachel Dawes has that quote from Dark Knight Trilogy. She says, um, it's not it's not who you are underneath. It's what you do that defines you. I love that quote. Um, It's beautiful. But either, either, you know, I, I agree with you. I hope, hope that Ezra can come out on top of this, or you know, at least on the other side, a little bit better, better than he came in. Um, if the Flash movie comes out, everybody's going to watch it. You know, um, I think DC just needs to stop promoting their comic book stuff as if it's a universe. Just put the movies out. Stop. You know, and I don't, you know, I don't, I don't care anymore. I don't know about other people, but I don't even care. Just put the movie out. I'll watch it. If it's good, then awesome. Kind of like um Suicide Squad. Like Suicide Squad was it was just it, I like it. It gave us Peacemaker. And um <laughs> I think that's why I like it so much. It was, you know, it was like Su- Suicide Squad was like the appetizer for Peacemaker, which I absolutely loved. I thought Peacemaker was fantastic. Um do th- just do that, and and I'm fine. All that other stuff they have going on with the executive stuff, I really don't know that much about it, so I can't t- comment on it too much. But just put the movies out, and Abe will watch them, others will watch them, you know. But stop promoting it, stop trying to compete with Marvel on the movie front. It's not going to happen. It can't, it, not at this point. It's impossible.
0: Yeah, I think the whole don't compete with Marvel thing is very valid um one of the things like they have alan horn back there who used to be in charge of disney and is uh uh kevin feige's mentor and he's helping up Zavslev just temporarily because he's been retired he's been retired twice and come back and who's that made... no no alan horn who oh, was in alan charge horn, of... okay yeah he was in charge of warner brothers 2000s and then obviously everything for the uh marvel stuff so he wants to go back into retirement so he's temporary and there was the rumors that Greg Berlanti could be their Kevin Feige, and I'm I like, I that. I don't know how I feel about that. I love Greg Berlanti. I he think he produces. Stuff. He's he's produced two seasons of good television shows for a lot of those shows, but I would say usually it's two seasons, and then and I have not seen anything movie wise that would make me think, yeah, this guy, you know, should be that person. I'm uh, to me. That's a fair point. Yeah, I just think the Berlanti is great. Um, I think it was fun. I watched the crossovers afterwards, but even even Titans, I thought that their third season was a big setback compared to their first two. Um, so we'll have to like find out, you know, what happens. But just a strange situation. Uh, if if Greg comes on, you know, we'll see. I think don't try to do what Marvel does. I don't necessarily think that you guys need a Kevin Feige. Maybe you need a couple people in charge of it to kind of counterbalance people that are good at certain assets, like a Grant Morrison or, or Paul Denny, um, you know, different people oh. that have been involved in different fields, oh, man. you know. And then also like another, if you want Berlanti involved in that or someone that's more influenced in the movie universe. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I, th- I think um, stop trying to be like Marvel is what I'm yeah, saying, basically.
1: They they have to. It's it it is imperative that they stop this foolhardy mission. It is not going to happen. It's it it's over. Marvel is too far in. The only thing that's going to stop Marvel is is Marvel. It's the only thing that can beat them. They only you know, at this point they're like a, um like a cold fusion bomb, like Doctor Octopus and Spider-Man Two. It's like a bomb's it's, it, the only thing that can stop it is if it blows itself up. But other than that, you know, so DC, just make your movies, and we'll watch don't them. Don't blow up. Well, yeah, don't. We'll, we'll watch them, man. I, yeah, please don't blow up. The Batman was great. You got another Joker coming out. You got, you know, the Suicide Squad. I, I like that. Didn't like the first Suicide Squad, so that second one was a treat. It was, it was special. Yeah. So, yeah. Huh. DC. It's doing what DC does, man know what they do and i'm gonna pour
0: one out for dc (laughs) i'm just kidding pour three out for him man i think like you said let's be positive about it but whole situation's just awkward and uh just kind of wrapping up about ezra i think that certain people need to be held accountable for um and just based on other situations with obviously male celebrities but also even female celebrities he's tracked up a pretty big record so that kind of always is going to be in my head and hopefully he doesn't just go around and do something else directly afterwards. So it's a, it's a bomb, you know, that Zaslav has to hopefully, like you said, blow up. It doesn't explode in their face.
1: Oh man.
0: Good luck to DC, man.
1: So I would say good luck to them. I hope that, um, they get things back on track over there. I really do.
0: All right. Well, let's, uh, let's talk about what everyone uh came for or at least what I set the show to be. Um <laughs> so we can talk about some of this stuff. So X-Men, you know, and we me and you talked about this idea I had about doing a fan casting style uh podcast. I love fan casting, it's a lot of fun. The X-Men's a lot of fun to do specifically because they haven't been introduced in the MCU. We've seen some great performances, some of, some two different performances on some of these major characters. But now it's time to take the mutants that we know and love and integrate them into the MCU. And honestly, I've said this to you, I've said this to a lot of people, Abe, I think the X-Men's gonna save the MCU because I think that this is gonna get a little bit of a lull uh, until we probably get towards the end of it, but I think the X-Men's gonna be like, okay, so the Avengers are not here as much, or this is the second generation, but we got the X-Men, all these guys, and Magneto's here, and Dr. Doom's here. We got all these guys too. So yep. I guess buying a Fox for however fucking much money was worth it. For oh, totally. 100%. But this will, uh, this will be fun. So I'll just introduce my concept. Um, if you specifically hear anything you want to talk about directly, I'm just going to give you, like, a little synopsis, if you will. Okay. You know, interrupt me, and I'll, I'll let you have the floor. Uh, but I'm going to kind of – my story, you know, at, even though it's been told, it was, what, 2000, 2001 when the first X-Men came out? 2000. 2000. Okay, so it's been 22 years since the origin story has been told in a movie. And even though normally I wouldn't want to do things very similar to – Um, I would say just do that story, introduce Professor Xavier with his X-Men, Magneto with the Brotherhood of of Mutants. I think that it's a very simple story that was the original origin and just go from there. Um, Now, the difference is we're dealing with something a bit different because we haven't had the mutants in the MCU. You know, this has been going on for a while and there's been no. Nothing about mutant activity. Uh, no one has seen them, so you know we kind of, as Marvel fans, were wondering if they were going to use Scarlet Witch, do something like the House of M, where you say, you know, instead of no more mutants, mutants or something like that, to kind of just integrate them in there. They didn't go that route. No, Miss Marvel <laughs> looks like it's going to be the first one. Yeah, uh, as, instead of being an Inhuman. But as far as, like, we'll probably, I'm assuming we're going to find out Namor originally was the first, if you will, or something like that. For sure. But how, I'm going to ask you before I give my idea, how do you update the world and now have mutants not only in it, but now having to be positioned on teams and also all this extra stuff with humans not understanding them and disliking them. And, you know, that's a lot of stuff that you just got to, like, try to... Just smack in there.
1: I think there's a couple of ways. That's a great question, by the way. I think there's a couple of ways. I I, I believe that one of the ways could be their power is laid dormant. You know, they've always been here. They've always been there, and something with the blip, if they, they something with the blip, or something with Shang Chi, or something with the Eternals, anything that happened on a, a global or a large scale, something with that. Could be a route you could go you know like ignited their powers it doesn't explain wolverine which is one of the things i've always you know struggled with it's like it doesn't explain wolverine though because he's old and that's essential to his character so you wouldn't want to take that away like wolverine is like super old and uh you know um so that couldn't work but i think another way is just using the multiverse you know you've already set it up you have the multiverse saga just you know, breaking from another universe, or I don't know. I don't know what the rem- we have to. See, we really have to see what Black Panther's going to do because if they introduce Namor as a mutant in the, you know in the films, that's going to change. You know, maybe we'll get a, a hint of where they're going with it from there. But you know, as of right now, yeah, my 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 best bet would be something with the multiverse. It's cheap. It's like it's a cheesy way to to to. Um, to bring them in, but I don't know. I could see Marvel doing that. How about you, man, what, what, what's your idea? See, I don't know.
0: My idea would be mutants have been around since however long. Mm-hmm. Uh, genetically, it's been way more rare. I don't know what is the catalyst that makes it start expanding more so than beforehand and people popping it up. But since Charles Xavier is so fucking powerful and uses Cerebro, I'm wondering if Charles sees the – him and Magneto maybe at one point. And you know my idea is you do the X-Men movie and you have the X-Men in their 30s, but I'd like to do a Children of the Atom with the original when they're younger Mm -hmm. and introduce that whole interaction. Yes. And maybe there's an expansion that happens, so Charles has to use Cerebro – pretty much almost all the time to try to keep them dormant to other people, if that makes sense. So that people don't really find out and maybe because of the blip, either he's taken out for that time period or it's something happens where he can't control it. And by, you know, it's, it's causing more and more people to be shown if you will, but for, for society. So it goes from being this concept of like, almost a myth kind of like a bigfoot thing or or aliens like these occurrences of people apparently having powers and then they start showing up more rapidly Mm -hmm. like you said maybe because of thanos and the blip and something related to that but i think it would be interesting if charles is trying to hide everything and magneto who both of them working together beforehand now is opposed to him wants to find charles and stop him so all mutants are now exposed to the world so we can stop just doing that whole entire thing like i think that's kind of an interesting layer uh because maybe magneto experienced it differently with actual human interaction during a time period where they don't have fucking internet and all that type of stuff and already saw what could happen if they're exposed and that since humans won't trust mutants they should then fucking be the superior ones and just say fuck them exactly. in some sort of way. I like it. Um I was watching
1: X3 the Last Stand like two nights ago actually. Very very recently and I hadn't seen it in quite some time. And man it was just as bad as I remember. <laughs> it was awful. But but what I will give Brett Ratner for that movie is this. That some of the some of the themes we're, we're good. He just didn't expunge on him like like rogues like rogue wanting to get the cure. She really wanted it. She really um she you know she just wanted to touch somebody. She's like I just want to be, be able to touch someone. And um so I was like I love that that thread for her, but to go to Magneto when he um his whole thing was exactly what you just said. But this time he was like yo now we got the Phoenix too oh yeah we gotta go let's let's kill them all. It was an all-out war, you know, and I, 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 I think that's a fantastic way to go from the angle you're talking about because, man, the possibilities with, with them not being exposed, and Magneto not afraid to expose them, like you know the things he could do or have his people do, or you know the, the Brotherhood. I think that's a good way to go, bro. Honestly.
0: Yeah, and then you don't have to, you can kind of incorporate and don't have to like use other things to like just you know just put them in there um but also the concept for my story I just want to do the original members so the same thing same lineup so you got have obviously professor x but jean grey cyclops iceman beast angel uh within it I think that they should find storm within the movie um I had an idea where storm maybe kind of loses control of her power and she accidentally like attacks Wakanda and it becomes a huge thing that professor X sees and, you know, stops or whatever to get her a part of their unit. And I would actually use Wolverine as a post credit scene of them finding the weapon X facility. Maybe they, after he went for an attack, he went, I don't know, they could figure out fucking something under and they find him or something like that. But those would be the two mutants I would try to position as far as introducing, with Storm being a full-time member halfway through the thing, and then Wolverine maybe in one of the post-credit scenes being introduced. Yeah, man, bro, I'm telling you, 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 I think one of the big things that made
1: the MCU special, like from the beginning, it's like some of the things they, some of the things they foreshadowed wouldn't even be said. You know, it, it might be shown, you know, um, it, you just might see it. It was like, like Easter eggs, like um, they had Stephen Strange's name, I think, on a computer somewhere. And the way Jasper Sitwell said it when he was in Winter Soldier, when he was talking about the um, the algorithm, how he was going to take all the people out. And then Agent Sitwell was t- he was like, it's going to take out, you know, people, Tony Stark, Stephen Strange. You know, what I mean, very casually they introduced Dr. Strange. I think that's. One of the things that made it special. I, I, you could go on, you know, with um, with the beginning MCU movies. I want to see X Men do things like that. So ha- maybe having a newspaper with Storm doing exactly what you said. Girl accidentally causes lightning, you know, in like a newspaper, like a news, a news clip. Him seeing it online or something. I was like, oh, that's beautiful, because we know it's like the people who know know. <laughs> You didn't even have to say it, you know. Um, sometimes I don't like it to be told to me. I think most times I like to to notice it or see it, you know. So um, no, definitely. I hope the X Men. I like exactly what you said though, especially about the Wolverine thing. But I have a question for you, um, Wolverine. Like, mm-hmm. how do you how do you explain
0: his longevity? I mean, if you're if you put in the position that Namor who technically unless they don't do it should be way older than wolverine mm-hmm. um as far as being a mutant you, like i said i i would establish it like this is something a genetic you know mutation that really starts very you know one in every fucking thousands and thousands of people and then it keeps on climbing as the time goes until the point where maybe like you know what we we're both kind of going into the blip causes it to go much more rapid Or maybe even we say the first Avengers movie where they initially opened up to space. Something like that caused this to speed up the process and more mutants were um, introduced because of it or something like that. So I would also introduce Wolverine, the post-cred scene, but I would do a movie and I would do a show. The show would be. Hmm. I think the movie the show should probably be Alpha Flight maybe although I know my Canadian friends would be like no motherfucker give us a goddamn movie all you right so yeah
1: just How have about you- just have Alpha Flight in it just have them in it and and it still be a Logan show or, you know Well
0: Logan I was I was thinking I was thinking you do an Alpha Flight movie potentially uh, to introduce his origin you could even do the part where Hulk and and Wendigo and him fight And that's the first time Alpha Flight meets him. That would be beautiful. do that for a prequel. But I'd also do a Weapon X, either a movie or a show, where afterwards he joins Weapon X and you get him from point A to point B of, you know, being with a bunch of assassins, like a Suicide Squad type of thing, Mm -hmm. you know, with Sabretooth and Omega Red. Yeah, Lady Deathstrike if they want to throw her part of it. You know, that type of unit. Maybe bring Deadpool in that way. Or, um, what's his name? Um, Agent Zero. Um, All those characters could be really incorporated well. And maybe, I have some casting ideas for those, so we could probably do those in the future, but you can incorporate and go with his backstory using shows or movies, but an introduction, I think the best introduction of him should be, like, he's this wild beast that has no idea. Wolverine should not remember shit. Mm -hmm. Things should make Wolverine remember certain things, but he probably, I don't want him to know that he was in Weapon X, he was in Alpha, like, Sabertooth, doesn't re- even remember that. None of it. All that is brought out by oh. him witnessing it now that the, I guess they could use Gene Grey as a way to, like, you know, calm his mind down so he's not a wild animal anymore. Yes. Or even Charles. You know, Charles, exactly.
1: It could even be Charles, you know, it helps him, you know, very similar to the Hugh Jackman and um, Patrick Stewart. Version very similar, because like you you said it to start this whole thing off with you said don't change it, you said that and um mm-hmm. that yeah that's a great story to go by that makes perfect sense, it, it just just do it that way and then it, you know um I think with a show we can get a lot of depth a lot of depth from um, Wolverine so when you see him in a movie it's not so heavy handed it's like you don't have to have him be in it all the time and make it his story you know like the Hugh Jackman movies. Thing. i agree let's I make agree. it about wolverine it's like come on y'all x-men is a very big group
0: there's a lot of important mutants in there wolverine's awesome but he's not the, he's not the only one no and he's a <laughs> you can have him outside of the x-men more so than being involved with the x-men his ip by himself is big he should definitely be obviously a part of the x-men but you can split him up and do his own thing x-men yeah have so many other characters that are important within it. And, you know, I told you, you start off with the core group, you sprinkle in a couple people. I think storm and Wolverine would make a lot of sense. Maybe morph, fuck it. Just, you know, I'm a morph mark. Um, But then (laughs) the giant size, add those characters to it. And then from there, the uncanny, you know, members will come into it and then you can kind of go from there. Uh, But those are, I think have been some of the best iterations of the teams and then if you want to branch off and do an X Force, you gotta make sure this thing makes money, which I'm sure it will, but you know, it's gotta start off with your, your members of the X-Men. So should we get down to this?
1: I think let's say it let's say they don't bring in X-Men at all or mutants at all, you know, on a large scale, until until like you know, Kang Dynasty or something like that. You know, let's just say that it takes that long for us to actually see mutants by that time so many events could have occurred throughout that time that will make it make more sense because my whole thing is the the main thing they have to do is stick the landing on making us believe you know that mutants fit into all this that's like that is the key part because if they figure that out and they nail it like you said earlier man it, it it can save the mcu but it has to be a smooth a smooth you know transition right? like a smooth um i don't know the word i want to use but you know it just needs to be very cohesive i don't it, no hiccups
0: no i agree with you in, in phase six we know three movies that are a part of it so we don't know i don't think any of the series I could be wrong. No, no series has been announced. It's just the two Avengers movies towards the end of it mm-hmm. and uh, Fantastic Four at the beginning. So I'm assuming that's going to change. And I'm assuming some of these X-Men films or something, you know, related to that show wise will be introduced within this building up it. But I think that you got if 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 the whole thing's it's it's the secret wars, right? That's the last one for phase six.
1: Secret Wars, the last one they've announced.
0: I wouldn't go heavy into for either, honestly. Like keep Doctor Doom, obviously. He's definitely Secret Wars and Magneto, whoever you want to do as far as that. But like your big event villains, Galactus, you know, obviously it would have to be further down, but um Onslaught.
1: Maybe be beyond there. I don't know if they're any. Just-
0: well, yeah. beyonder, I'd use for Secret Wars, but I'm I'm just saying, don't use any of those big villains until after Phase Six for max Men oh, and Fantastic
1: I, I, Four. I, I, I can dig it, Fan. I got you, bro. I agree. Yeah. save save those for the future.
0: Yeah, you you don't have to blow your load all at once. You know, you can no. fucking figure it out. And Galactus, and like I said, Onslaught's another one. Eventually, if if Professor X wigs out and does his own Dark Phoenix saga, you know yeah. what I'm saying?
1: Especially in the X-Men universe. Yeah, you, you could definitely use Onslaught. It'd be cool. I don't know if you would make them a huge thing. I, I don't know if... I'll, I mean, don't get me wrong. You can. It's kind of like Ultron. How, yeah. how, do you, how do you feel about Age of Ultron?
0: I think the real sequel to The Avengers was uh, Civil War. I'll just put it that way.
1: All right. So I'm kind of on there with you. Um, I don't think Age of Ultron is awful by any means. But no, it was... It, it was... I don't know. There are some some things I didn't I didn't care for. I'm mean, not gonna get into that. But I will say that onslaught is like an Ultron level villain. I would say, and um, he would be big, but not Galact. Like, like you said, Galactus could carry a whole face. He could carry a whole face, because then you could have like his um his heralds. Yep. Silver Surfer obviously comes in the, in the play, but you know like Terax and um, oh man, I was just looking at this guy, Nova. I was looking at somebody else the other day. Um, um, what's the oh, I think form? it's Morag. Morag, that's what I was thinking about.
0: Morg, yeah, dude. He's a yeah, fucking Morg. that's
1: what dude, I was thinking he's
0: about. He's evil, he's evil as shit. You bring, uh,
1: you know, yeah, man. It could be like a tyrant, Black... yeah, it's ty... man. Come on, bro. It'd be like the Black Order, you know. Um,
0: oh, and Fire Lord, for... that's his name. That's fire, fire
1: Lord, Lord. So, I was thinking about Nova, not um, Richard Ryder Nova, but the,
0: the, the female Nova, it,
1: it,
0: yes, sir, bro. That's, that's exactly. We are fucking dorks. We are on this shit. <laughs> exactly.
1: <laughs> exactly. I think it was Frankie something is the name, but yeah, that that Nova. It's like man, yeah, bro. The 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 stories are endless. Like they haven't even cracked the surface by any means. You know, so many things they could play on. Maybe they do Spider Man shit, like you know, one more day or. Well, they kind of oh, yeah. already. They already. They kind of already did that. Cause that's kind of well, yeah, you're right. It's um, kind of what the both. Um,
0: so one, when, so once Peter gonna talk to Mephisto and try to reverse that shit, you know?
1: Um, exactly.
0: Well, you, but um, no,
1: like you were saying, man. Um, save the big, big, you know, big super uh, threats like Galactus. I was not the Beyonder. That was a bad one. I was. I'm thinking maybe more of um. When it comes to X, well, the, shut, the only reason it. I
0: me- mentioned Beyonder is because Beyonder literally should be included in Secret Wars, if he's included in anything, because somehow, you know, because it's his thing. Yeah. <laughs> it, they, well, yeah, th- he- I always get confused because I have—I'll admit—I mean, I kind of just got out of Marvel and DC within the last ten years, so I didn't read the new Secret Wars, so I have no idea what was brought over from the original '80s Secret Wars that I read. You know, when I was younger, I've never read the new one either,
1: to be honest. Oh, <laughs> I haven't read the newest one. No, but I've read the '80s when I read Secret Wars two from the. 90s. I know,
0: I know. Doesn't Doctor Doom become a god in it or some shit, and a lot of well, cool stuff happens. Apparently, that's that happens in the original story. to some extent
1: that's true. That's I mean, true. You know, a lot of things. I mean, Spider Man gets his black suit. Oh,
0: you know, Hulk holds up a mountain to I save everyone. A mountain,
1: a whole mountain. Yeah, see, but you know, but you know, Marvel's gonna or the MCU, they're gonna chop it up. It's not gonna be Secret Wars, you know, verbatim. They'll just take out the elements of it, or maybe they just take the name and make it their own thing, kind of like what they did with Civil War. Like Civil War, you know, the the crux of the the situation was the same, you know, with the Sokovia Accords, but everything else was different. But it was still fantastic. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I, love I, I didn't I even care. I loved it. I loved it. Good job, Marvel.
0: Um, what the hell is I going to say? Let's, uh, let's start casting this out. That was basically my story ideas. Stick with the original origin. Maybe use a way for Cerebro and, and Professor X trying to hide the amount of mut- mutants from humanity. Magneto's the opposing person from that. You know, this group, you can introduce a, a show. for their introductions of when Professor X finds them, but, like, they've always been kind of molded just in case or whenever the time comes for mutants to be a part of mankind to kind of help mutants out. So we got to have some good actors. And you got to realize, you know, we were talking about, like, the flash for the amount of money it costs for the cast itself. I'm trying to go for people that are, for the most part, I would say, Wouldn't be as expensive, but are pretty well-known names uh, within my cast. I am going to present it. We'll go through the heroes, and then we will do the villains. And I had, you know, the Brotherhood itself kind of mapped out. Okay. But um, I'll, I'll tell you my initial idea for them. I will pass it to you for your retort if you have an idea for that person. And then I will give my honorable mention if you don't mention that person. Okay. All right. So the first to start out Professor X. I wanna start out by saying that all three of the choices I have, I think are very standard in the fan casting community. But I think that they all have something that, dare I say, Patrick Stewart didn't have, and that's a little bit more aggressive nature to them. You know, I love how Patrick, Patrick Stewart's who I positioned as Professor X Before he was fucking Professor X, you know, I always fan casted that in my head back when I was reading wizard magazines and whatnot. Mm -hmm. But with a new version, I'm actually going to go with Mark Strong. Um, I know everyone and their mother, including myself, wanted him to play the role of Lex Luthor because, I mean, look at him. Uh, He's played great villains. Um, He was the best thing to me about uh, the... Green Lantern movie playing Sinestro. Um, Indeed. And, uh, you know, his role in in Kingsman as more of the mentor figure. Uh, A lot of that type of stuff is my reasoning behind this. And also him in Kick-Ass as the mobster. Like, he's a good actor all around. And I think he could be that, you know, one that if, say that Wolverine's having some issues with Cyclops, he's causing a fit, This could be Professor X. It's like, Logan, like, chill out, tell him off a little bit, put a little bit more of that, because that's in the comics. And like I said, I love Patrick Stewart. I think he's phenomenal. And I also love James McAvoy. And they're supposed to have a lot of heart. But Professor X has the weight of the world, basically, and powers beyond comprehension. So it's got to be taxing and stressful. So Mark Strong would be my choice. Do you have anyone? Or what do you think about Mark Strong, potentially, as Professor X?
1: i think i've never thought about mark strong playing professor x that it, but that idea seems it seems almost automatic i never thought about that but it fits fits quite well he he, he has so much range i like, you know he, um you said it kick ass that's one of i think that's one of my favorite roles roles from him because it's so different from other things i've seen him in he was so, like just totally ruthless you know and, um Yeah, that was a a good role for him. I could see him being, but nurturing, like you said, he he was also in something else. He was a good guy. Um, Oh, he was Dr. Sivana in um, Shazam. That's right. He did a really good job as that as well. Um, Oh, yeah, Mark Strong's a great choice. But if I was going to go outside the box, I think I would go Matt Smith. A
0: little bit younger, too. I like that. And I don't know why. I mean, he's younger,
1: but I mean, Matt Smith—he's he, got to be what forty at least. Got to be
0: forty. Yep. You know, I, would, I, I would say around.
1: I can see Matt Smith being a a good Professor X, good mentor. Um, the snarky if he needs to be. He, um, I can see that if he shaved, you know, got got the ball head, or maybe he didn't have the ball head. Do you think the ball head is crucial to Professor X's role?
0: especially when we're talking about reintroducing it. Like I know James McAvoy had hair obviously, but if we we're reintroducing into the MCU, yeah, I would, okay. you know, I, am very much, I guess would it be called an aesthetic guy? Mm-hmm. Like I like, like, I, I don't know if I've told you this, but the whole fucking concept of changing the race does not bother me as much as long as it doesn't change the character and their initial story. Mm-hmm. But on the opposite When you change the hair color, for some reason, that bothers me more. So, like, Ezra and even Grant, I like them both for different reasons as Barry, but it pissed me off they weren't blonde the whole entire time. So, yeah, I got to have a bald. I'm being I'm being bitchy about that. I got to have a fucking bald Professor X, you know.
1: Mm. Okay, he's got to be bald. I can see Matt Smith being bald. I can see him doing it. They can make it even if you don't go real ball, they make it look so good these days. They have so many good ball caps. But you know, if he actually did it, that would be amazing. But he just has that I guess he has a face that's sharp. He's a really sharp face. It's very um <laughs> It has very like sharp angles to his face, the curvature of his face. And it look kind of looks comic bookish already. He's actually about to be in this game of thrones, right? He's about to be. Um, I think he's going to be a Targaryen. The, yep. Oh man. So yeah, I could see him doing it. Um, I don't have anybody else in mind though. Maybe. Um, no, I don't have anybody else in mind. Uh, James McAvoy was fine, but forgettable.
0: Yeah, the only one from the original cast that I, if you could get, to come right over, is to me would be uh. Bass Magneto. Yeah, man. Fassbender. I mean, that makes me go. If, all right, well, if you're recasting Magneto and you need someone for fucking Doctor Doom, I mean, Michael Fassbender is one of the best actors of his generation, and he keeps on getting the sh- the shaft. I hope he doesn't end up. Even though I think that they're great, but what we we're talking about with, uh, you know, a, a Sam. Um, oh God, damn it! Now I'm f- forgetting his name. Oh, from Moon, Sam Rockwell. Rock- Rockwell. Yeah, like Michael Fassbender, he just he's so damn good. Sorry, I had to throw that out there.
1: He he's he's great, man. Um, I wish he would have given been give would have been given more meat in the X Men movies. They didn't give him enough, you know. Um, I agree. He was he was fantastic. First Class was really, it you know it was similar to Batman Begins. Unexpected. It was very I had an awesome, you know didn't expect it, and it just came out, and I was like, oh, you know what, this is pretty good.
0: And I will say, if there is another group, even though they did it in first class, if there's another group besides a brotherhood to reintroduce, it would be them, you know, because, like, Sebastian Shaw is such a cool character, and I thought that Kevin Bacon did a great job, but that whole entire group of theirs, I don't know, they're just weird. They, they weren't able to get the full concept of the hellfire club so if you're not going to do the brotherhood of mutants hellfire club's a a very uh interesting idea but i have uh three honorable mentions for professor x
1: let me please hear those let's hear them
0: all right uh ralph fines who i mean fucking just amazing actor obviously
1: why didn't you say him
0: first um (laughs) i i like ralph but I like him as a villain, and he could be multiple people, I think, still in the MCU if you wanted him. Oh, um, man. But, yeah, obviously Voldemort. <laughs> oh, but man. English patient. I mean, he's been a crap ton of movies. Strange One, days. So. He's more expensive, too, and I was trying to, like, get the budget decent. Uh, another actor that I think could be a lot of characters in the MCU that's definitely, you know, been suggested is Giancarlo Esposito. Mm-hmm. I think that you know him bald i think he could inhabit a lot of the same traits as professor x and my last choice is matthew mcfadden from succession uh he was also in pride and project i'm not gonna act, act like i've seen that movie but karen knightley's in it it's supposed to be really great but he has this domineering presence i think if he shaved his head fucking bald he would be a great professor x and he's not well known so i'm sure he wouldn't be too much past the budget so those are uh, my three other choices did you say Matthew McFadden? McFadden, yes. Got you. Yeah, from Succession.
1: I've never... See, um, I haven't seen Succession yet. Um, I've heard it's pretty good. But he, I'm looking at the actor, and his face is sharp. Uh, they, like these... Yes, yeah, it's a great choice, because I think... Like, Patrick Stewart, for instance, immediately you look at him. I mean, even when you're a kid, when you're a kid, and you see um, Star Trek The Next Generation... And um, then you have an X-Men cartoon, you know, that's also out. And you look at him and you look at him and you're, you're thinking he looks like Professor X. I think yeah. every kid thought that. So when they chose him, it was not a surprise. It was like, nope. <laughs> so of course, of course you chose him because he, his face is sharp. Like, he had a very, um, Neil Adams, yeah, no, not Neil Adams, I want to say more like, um, um, a Romita, Romita Jr. Or, just sharp, sharp yeah. elements to his face, man. And and this actor, I'm looking at him, the one you see, uh, McFadden, He has a very sharp face, like it's very um, comic bookish. I th- I could see that. I never seen he, him act. I I don't know how he acts though. I've never seen
0: him. He has a very not professor. I don't know I, the 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 certain mannerisms and how his character comes off in succession. Uh, it just gives me that vibe a little bit, but okay. still, if, if it's me, I'm going Mark strong. I, I want to give him a big role like that. I think he's a good actor, you know, and I want guys that I think he's had a good career, but I think something like this really could put him to another level. So mm-hmm. he's my number one choice still.
1: That's but, a great pick. I'm I'm going to rock with that. Um, you maybe change anyone. I was thinking I'm going to go Mark strong and, and Ray Fines. I think Ray Fines would be like... I think that would get people in the seats. And like you yeah. said, it might be more expensive for sure. But it's Marvel, man. It's a good point. It is Marvel. They're getting everybody.
0: They are getting everyone. <laughs> like, Jesus everybody. Jesus Christ. Who, who, Even The who Rock is? said that he talked to Kevin Feige before. I'm like, oh my God. Yeah. He's just going to play himself, The Rock. They're going <laughs> to make that a character. The most it. electrifying athlete
1: in sports entertainment.
0: Kevin, what, what's your last name? Hey, it doesn't matter what your name is, bitch. <laughs> we need that at Comic Con, please. God, I, I used to love it when he would do the la la la's, if you will, with the if you smell la 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 ha. Shit's awesome.
1: But the rock. Oh, man. Yes. Okay. That's a whole other story. But yeah, this I think Mark Strong is a great choice, man. Ray Fiennes as well uh but i'm i'm going to go with your mark strong choice i like that it's,
0: it's it's under the radar yeah and with professor x specifically i kind of was going a little bit older mm-hmm. just so that you know you could saw that fatherly thing cuz even um uh, mcfadden uh, he was i think 48 49 so almost on the verge of 50 mm-hmm. now with the x men especially since i know that this is going to be probably unless they don't do any x men films in phase 6 which i don't say that being a case we're not going to see any of them for another three years. So all the people I pick now for the X-Men, they're in their mid-thirties, usually mm-hmm. early to mid-thirties, and you got to add three years. So the person I pick for, we'll go over Jean Grey. Oh, no, I'm not going Cyclops first. Damn it, quitting sexist, you sons of bitches. Um, just kidding. Uh, my actress for Jean Grey is Evan Rachel Wood. Uh, she was, she's, she is in Westworld. And she was most notably in movies like 13, which I watched at a very, very young age and probably shouldn't have. Um, and across the universe, also in True Blood. She's been in a bunch of shit, but she's beautiful. She's got a great face and she, she presents both nurturing qualities to her and also pain, which unfortunately that has to kind of happen for Jean Grey as a character. Between, you know, basically on and off with Cyclops, her getting with Wolverine, inevitably her death, and then everything that happens with her as a character. I think Evan Rachel Wood is a really good actress. Uh, I really like her on Westworld. So she is my choice, but I do have two honorable mentions. Did you have anyone in mind, sir? And what do you think about Evan Rachel Wood?
1: What I really know her from is across the universe. That was the first thing that came to my mind. Um that's what I really know her from. And I have so I haven't seen her since then. I mean that was like what oh five, oh six, oh seven, somewhere around there. So man, I didn't I haven't seen her. So I like okay, I haven't watched West Westworld. So you know, that's an interesting pick to me. You know, actually I was shocked. I so you're more perceiving
0: that. it because you haven't seen her in a while more as like a looks based than
1: Yeah. Yeah, I
0: don't have I don't have an opinion. Like, you know, because I don't even know how she looks now.
1: Like, I, I literally have no opinion on that pick. Like, it was, um, I wasn't expecting you to say that. Evan Rachel Wood, as soon as you said that name, I was like, across the universe? <laughs> wow. Okay. So I have to look at her. Um, but I don't have a pick for Jean Grey. I, I liked Sophie Turner, actually. Yeah. Uh, I thought she was a good, I think she's good looking, you know, redhead. You know, Karen, the whole I know they're not going to use Karen Gillan, but you like, could use Karen Gillan if you wanted.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, she is really a <laughs> robot. And, uh, kind of. We could we could do that. Oh God, Karen's absolutely fucking just gorgeous. Oh man. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yes. Do you want to hear my two other choices? Of course. Obviously. All right. One is actually another Game of Thrones uh, actress, and. Um, she was also more popular now, and I haven't watched the show. But the Time Traveler's wife, but Rose Leslie, um, Rose. Leslie, uh, who was uh, oh man, what are they called? I haven't watched Game of Thrones. I forgot what the name of the uh, Wild. Oh, the Wildling. She was the the one that gets with Jon Snow, and actually married him in real life. But uh, and then also Jane Levy, who was in Evil Dead. She was in Don't Breathe. Uh, She's she has her she has some type of television show, uh, but god her performance in the evil dead remake and in don't breathe if no one's ever seen that horror movie just awesome great that's uh uh, she just she has intensity uh she has she looks innocent but i think that she still can play completely out of her mind and you know she would she would be really good at certain dynamics of the character i think and all three of them are natural redheads let's not fucking dye hairs to get to where we have to go Mm -hmm. anymore can we do that hmm
1: okay i like the um what was the last the last pick you had the one from um don't breathe what Was that name jane levy oh, jane levy that's jane levy i like that pick that's a good pick you know especially you know it's unfamiliar unfamiliar to the masses you know um and yep. th- that's what's going to make it special when it's people you've never seen so they can actually be the character for you and grow into it you know and and it's going to be amazing. That's a good pick. Okay. All right. So All right. you got Professor, you got Gene. You cast, casted them first, which makes sense. Who and you got
0: from go S- Mr. Scott? Cyclops. I'm not 100% You know, uh, like his acting ability. I think he's good as a character he is in Umbrella Academy. But it's kind of very one-dimensional. Um, but I have Tom Hopper. And he's also six four, So there's not going to be any type of like, you know, if he gets up next to Wolverine and you keep him underneath six foot, it's going to be a great visual. Uh, I, he just has that presence on Umbrella Academy as that style character um, of like a Cyclops. That's what he basically is. Him and Diego have a very much a Wolverine, you know, uh, Cyclops style dynamic uh, on there. I don't know. Have, if you've watched the umbrella academy uh but do you know Tom at all I do I know him from the umbrella academy
1: i i I, I love Luther I love his character I love I, I thought the progression he played it well from you know from each season to season you could see him the development of his character um at the end he just wanted love he just wanted someone to be with and and he got it you know and I thought he Played it well. I think Tom Harper's a good actor, from, at least from *The Umbrella Academy*. Um, that's all I know him from. Um, I never seen him in anything else though, so I don't know. I don't know about his range, but I can see him being Cyclops because Luther essentially is Cyclops. Um,
0: Would yeah. it be weird having a, a six foot four Cyclops?
1: I don't think so. Um, the Cyclops, he's at least six one, six foot. Yeah, six two. I mean, I don't. I think that I don't think that'd be an issue at all. And like you said, it'd be great. I actually be think, a great visual.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. If you get a Wolverine that's even like five ten, yeah, you know what I'm saying. That'd be a They're great gonna, It's going to be a very square up, very similar to the comic book. So, yeah. And then my, uh, or actually, did you have any ideas for Cyclops? I had and, one idea. He's kind of mainstream, but he was in Maverick, and that's Miles Teller. I think that Miles would be really good he's a great actor he's very up and coming and i just think that you could give him that type of role um what 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 do you think
1: he's a great choice um his i've watched him in from you know movies like that awkward thing or, um what's that other movie with the party the, the the party at the house what was that movie called man it was came out in like 2010 11 i can't remember right now it was like the you know the shaky cam project x i think it was
0: called project x yeah, 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 yeah. I, like, think, I think you're absolutely right. Yep, Project X,
1: like Project X, and you know, even movies like um, War Dogs, which I love. Um Flash, Web is fantastic. You know, uh, he's such a good actor. You get him, you give him a role like Cyclops, he's gonna automatically give it some future movie star man. Some there's gonna be a lot of gravitas, like tons, because I mean, yeah, he's he's great, man. Everything I've seen him in. I've enjoyed his acting. He, he's very cool, but confident. Like, as soon as I saw him, I'd never seen Maverick. And spoiler alert for anyone who hasn't seen it. Sorry, I don't want to... Spoiler alert, just this one thing. As soon as he walked in and his character came on, I was like, oh, that's Goose. That's Goose's son. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's, that's exactly who he is. Like, wow. Great job. That movie was great, by the way. I,
0: I like yeah, it. Yeah, and... You brought up your choice, which yes. I I was flabbergasted by, because I mean you see him in the volleyball scene with the red sunglasses on. But uh, why don't you introduce Glenn that?
1: Glenn Powell, man, this this guy Glenn Powell. Whew. As soon as I saw him in the movie, I looked him up. I was like, oh, so he's supposed to be the Iceman character in this movie? Okay, he's the the hard ass. One- yeah, the hard ass antagonist. I get it, but I liked it. I was like, he did a really good job at it. Same as Val Kilmer. No, <laughs> same exact situation. I got the same vibes. I was like, "Oh yeah, he is doing the dick roll good." Called him Hangman. It's like you know why you call him Hangman, because he leads you out to dry. Like, damn, that's cold, bro. That yeah. was cold. That was cold. Um, I could see him being a Cyclops because Cyclops can be a, an ass sometimes, and he looked like he could do it, but also lead the team when it's time to lead it. You know, one thing that has never really carried over from the comics to the movies cyclops has never been the like the de facto leader like you know and you know a big part oh he needs
0: to be he needs to be as integral as the leader what captain america is for the fucking avengers yes you know yes and honestly it's a very similar concept very different because it involves a woman between the two of them but you know, the the Iron Man, Captain America, like, no, I'm the leader type of concept. That's what him and Wolverine have. But Cyclops is the leader of the X-Men. And I don't care if you have, an like, a Cyclops is a little bit cocky and asshole, you know, to some of the other guys. Calls them out on their shit. I think that would actually be a cool dynamic for that Glenn Powell, uh, based on Maverick, at least. I agree. I agree. Hmm. All right, so next... I only have one choice for this character. And I don't know. I've always had this character in mind for a while. And uh, shows like Vikings, uh, recently Heels, which, if you're not watching Heels, and especially if you're a pro wrestling fan, check it out. Uh, if you want to see Stephen Amel actually do some, no offense, like I love Green Arrow and I love Arrow, but do some really good acting. He plays his brother in it, uh, but he's also been in Bad Boys for Life. He was in. Uh, lone Survivor. He was in shit ton of movies. He was in the first uh, Hunger Games. And I am referring to Alexander Ludwig. Oh, yeah. Um, he's got a great look to him. Warren Worthington is a kind of a douche a little bit. He's full of himself. Um, he gets humbled within the group and then gets taken advantage of by Mr. Sinister, which leads to him becoming Apoc- Apocalypse's death if you will an archangel so he's a character especially based on his performance in heels where he's the brother the younger brother who's always bitching and but still has a lot of heart and stuff like that i think he would be perfect and he could play that character that tailor made you know rich fucking douchebag basically uh fairly well but also have a lot of redeeming qualities that turns him into the angel that he eventually becomes
1: Hmm. I like Alexander Ludwig. Like, I like him, man. He's, um... yeah. He looks very, very, very comical. Like, and I don't mean that in a, in, a, in a bad way. I mean that, you know, it, it's a, a total compliment. Like, some, sometimes I look at actors and I say, man, they look like a character. Or they look like a comic book character, you know? Like, they have that face. <laughs> they just have that yeah. jawline or that, that, symmetric, that symmetry to their face and to, like, everything. I'm like, oh, yeah, they look like a... A character—that's uh, a good choice. But I have to say, let's just be—let's just be honest. Angel is a whack character. He's just a whack character. He's cool and he's nostalgic and, and he's necessary, but he's whack.
0: Well, yeah. he's basically whack until he becomes Archangel, and then it's like, oh, Here, look period. at this cool thing.
1: Period. But
0: period. that's why you need—you need a good actor to be able to come into that role and, Ooh, you know, that's true. kind I transition. Of, well, just make him a cooler character than what's been presented in the past because outside of the Metallica music, God, that one in Apocalypse just fucking sucked. And yeah. what a waste of another great actor. Um, Oscar Isaac? No, 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 no. Um, the original one that played, Ben Foster played him. Oh, the, man. Ben is another one of those actors that's like, <sighs> Ben Foster, I'm sorry, I don't have him as my choice, but if they said Ben Foster was playing Wolverine, I'd be 100% okay with it. You know, he's just, he's Bro. that good and fucking oh grizzled goodness. an actor, man. Have you ever seen a movie called The Harder They Fall? No, I haven't, but I've heard of it.
1: Oh, if you get a chance, man, I highly, highly recommend it. He is, Ben. I've always said Ben Foster is has to be the most underrated actor in the history of acting. Because every time he pops up in something, he kills it. And yeah, man, him as Wolverine, I'm down. Please, I don't want to back. Yeah, do it.
0: I loved Hell or High Water, and Chris Pine was great in it too. And but Jeff Bridges was great, but he was the fucking standout in that movie. Excuse me, Dane. What I meant to say
1: was Hell or High Water, not The Harder They Fall. Hell or High Water is the movie I was talking about.
0: Though if that's the case, yeah, I I fucking one hundred percent agree with with you. That's what I was
1: talking about. Well, Three
0: Ten to Yuma is another one that he's really—he's just a good actor,
1: really good in Three Ten to Yuma really good um alpha dog really good yep um, yeah ben foster's been flying under, under the radar for years but um man he would
0: be great as wolverine
1: he would be so good
0: yeah awesome. I, I think so too um all right so iceman's next this one's hard i do want to say that two of my choices you know because of the new stuff with iceman I like this story that you can tell where Iceman's this very confident, kind of cocky, Peter Parker-ish character. You know, he's goofy, but he's got some insecurities. And one of them inevitably ends up being the fact that he's in the closet. I I like that storytelling you can do with it. So I have three actors. One of them I have that made my top choice, but I have two honorable mentions. Um, But my first one, and you know what? The only thing I know from him is Detective Pikachu. But his quirky nature, and I think that if you kind of like combine that and make him a little bit more, a uh, little bit more cocky, then you don't. Iceman Bobby's definitely more cocky than Peter is, Peter Parker, but they have certain similarities in their quirkiness and their shtick when they're fighting and stuff like that. But I like Justice. Uh, he's a gay man, and uh, you know I think that he's a good-looking dude. You can do it that way and then kind of introduce him. Um, but it's going to be a very interesting character to cast because the newer details of the character kind of change up probably the dynamic of who they're casting, I would say. Hmm. I don't he? know if you saw Detective Pikachu at all.
1: I have. Oh, yeah. you, you're talking about the main guy, right? Mm-hmm. Main... What's his name? What's his real name?
0: Justice Smith.
1: Justice no, Smith.
0: He's not related to Will Smith.
1: No. Of course no. not. No, not at all. <laughs> Um. All right, Justice Smith. If you're going that that route, I could see that working. Um. Yeah, take Bobby Drake's one of my favorite comic book characters of all time. Um, he has a cockiness because it's cool. It's like, and you know, not to be you know, no pun intended. But he's very cool. He's just super cool, like. And that's his downfall. Sometimes he doesn't take things serious enough, you know. Then he has to learn the hard way. He thinks everything's just a game. <clears throat> I got this, you know. I can do this. Um, and that, And he's that, the
0: baby of yeah, the group usually, it, you know. He usually, he's
1: the baby of the group, exactly. Which is another reason why um, the actor you've chose could play that role. I can see him playing that. If you want to go, him being the the kid brother of the of the team, I think that'd be a good route to go. Um, do you have any any alternatives?
0: Now the other choice I have, he could still, you know, he's an actor, he could still play uh a gay character if they want to go with that storyline, but he's not gay um in real life, but I think he would do really great, and that's Ansel Elgort, who Baby Driver, Our Stars, West Side Story, Tokyo yeah, yeah. Vice. Yeah. He's got a great look to him. Uh He's definitely got that cockiness, but like you know, I mean, I've seen every aspect I think of Bobby within a lot of his performances. So that's mm-hmm. that's definitely another person I think could so rock it. Part, that's a good. That's a.
1: Once again, these are not the obvious choices, which which is why I'm loving all of your casting so far because it's not obvious. Thank you, for sure, and and that's what I want to see as a fan. As a fan, I want to see people meld, you know, into these roles, like, just become one with them. And I could see them really being, because I still have an imagination like a child, not going to lie. So when I watch these movies, I'm imagining things in my head, like fight scenes or, you know, things that could be done. When I was watching Miss Marvel, I was like, ooh, her power set is going to be so awesome awesome in a big fight, you know, like a big scale fight with a group. She can do so many things, jumping on her, you know, um, her platforms. I was like, oh, that's gonna be amazing. But um, so I like I'm liking your casting. But Ansel Elgort is very off the wall. I was not expecting that in the least. Um, Ansel Elgort, Ice Man. I can see that. I was thinking Glenn Powell again, though. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I said him earlier. But I, when I was watching Top Gun, uh, I was like, "Okay, he could be either Cyclops or Bobby." I could see him being Bobby as well. Mm, so that, that would be my alternative. My, that would be my sub. Um, yeah.
0: I know that Chris Evans' brother, who's been in a couple things, who is gay, um, and he's kind of an up-and-coming actor. Scott Evans also said he'd love to play the character, and he's got a he's got a famous brother that's involved in there. So maybe that could work out for him, but yeah, other than that, um, that's that's pretty much it. I know for a long time, and maybe this is still a good idea that Logan Learman's been or not Logan Learman. Um, Dylan uh, O'Brien's been thrown out there for Bobby, and he's a good actor. He's just now coming back. See? I know he had that really bad uh, you know incident um on the set that hurt him for a little while. Mm. Uh, for I forget, whatever the Maze Runner... Yeah, Maze... what Whatever Maze Runner one that happened in. Mm-hmm. But uh, Dylan would be another one, now that I think about it off the top of my head. But, you know, I like mine. I like Justin Smith. I think that he's got a good look for him, and he'd be able to play a lot of the roles he's not as well-known. And you can adapt him and sign him to basically sell his soul to the MCU. You got, you got him probably for 10 years. easy offering the money.
1: If you're going to go black gonna go black character man i i, I think i w- i could also see um shy Meek moore i could also see him yeah bobby like some few, you know I mean? if you like if you're gonna go color man like good man i love to see somebody of his complexion be that character because he's super dark skin and i like that about him
0: It'll you know like, i had i had for a long time john boyega ooh. pinned in my head ooh. Uh, another For good the another role of ice man but choice. i love i love the idea of, Dude, I I still think that Shamik should fucking be Miles Teller in the MCU and somehow, you know. I know that they set him up very younger within the actual MCU with that whole entire scene with um, fuck, Childish Gambino. God yeah. Yeah. What's his? Why can't I think of his name? This pisses me off. Donald Glover. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, but yeah. Also, I've kind of I've had vibes. I even think now. Now I don't. Have this anymore because this was before, and this is not Joan Baega's fault, but like for a while, I was like, dude, he could actually play Cyclops really well if they mm-hmm. wanted to.
1: But totally, I like
0: man. Iceman better.
1: I could see him being, man, Cyclops. If, if anyone hasn't seen Attack the Block, that shows that, like, oh. if, that that's a movie that shows his leadership skills. Like, man, that's that's the reason why I had that idea. Yeah, dude, <laughs> I could totally see that, bro. That would be awesome. He He's he, 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 it's it's kind of like Oscar Isaac. They both have been kind of hurt, you know. Daisy Ridley as well. They've all been kind of hurt. With those awful Star Wars movies, and um, I hate that form. But you know, hopefully they can shake it off. Natalie Portman, oh, yeah. so. she's the only one that really shook it off. Ewan McGregor was, and he did as well. He shook it off too. But you know, it's hard to shake it off, man. Sorry, it
0: really is, man. It really, really is. Yeah, that's no joke,
1: but, you know, so but, I don't, I think you, you got Beast up. If I'm I think concerned. I got
0: two great choices, man.
1: Okay, let's um, see who you got for Mr. McCoy.
0: I think that the casting that I'm doing, specifically getting a black actor, is because of a lot of the things that Beast inhabits as a character and what his perception on things are and how he's so optimistic. I think that if you got a great black actor that has like that gravitas, that would be, you know, quoting certain historical things, whether it be like a Frederick Douglass, you know, quote or something like that. Uh, I, I, I like that concept. And my first choice is O'Shea Jackson, which little ice cube, if you will. Um, I think, I think that he's got a lot of potential and I've seen it obviously here and there, you know, Obi-Wan Kong, um, but mostly obviously, uh, playing his father, um, in straight out of Compton. Um, I just, maybe, maybe it's because I'm, 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 going with higher learning with his dad and obviously him and his dad are very different. Uh, oh, people sure. don't realize ice cube actually was a pretty damn good actor. Uh, is. you haven't seen higher learning. Yeah. Uh, go check out that fucking film. It's it's phenomenal movie from back in the day. I think he still movie is yeah. He, yeah. I mean, he well, he kind of became his self. He knows like the comedic timing. Like he was great in um, uh, Twenty One Jump Street. Those movies, he was fucking phenomenal. I thought that he should have been um, you call it? Uh, fuck JJ um, J. Jameson based on that performance. Oh, oh man, fuck. I yeah. thought that he would be great at that, but his son. I think he's got a good body frame. Mm-hmm. I can't, rem- I, I can't remember another movie where he's had like a lot to actually show off that he could handle Hank, because Hank's a very complex character. Like I said, the fact that he is noticeable to everyone, to be outcasted, and he still is so positive, and so hopeful about humanity, and so intelligent and knowledgeable, he's kind of like. You know, if if Neil deGrasse Tyson was a fucking pro wrestler, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. or like I, if anyone knows wrestling, Keith Lee was a fucking actual comic book character mm-hmm. um, like that's the type of concept I'm going for. The other guy that I have that they're pretty much equal, I would say I know him because of Veep, but he's so big and that's Sam Richardson um, for a lot of the same reasons. I could see him being a really good person uh, to play beast. I also, there was, and I couldn't remember the actor's names. Oh, I can just look it up right now. Um, And also, if you want to know anything else from Sam Richardson, I mean, he's really, he's been in a bunch of stuff. He was in uh, the After Party, but Veep is the thing that a lot of people know him for. And I think he's going to be in the new Hocus Pocus. Mm. But uh, the actor from Wu-Tang Clan an American Saga that plays fucking, um, what is the actor's name? Oh, Davies, who plays Method Man. Dude is like 6'4". Yeah. You know, I want someone that's a big dude, very intelligent, very profound with his words. Um, and I, that, that's, that's kind of what, I've been, what I'm going for when it comes to casting Beast. Beast is the heart of the group. And the brains, in a lot of ways, too. He's the,
1: he's the, you know, he's the brains for sure. Like he has, to, whoever plays him has to be, you know, just know that you're playing an in, in, in intellectual. Like this is a supreme thinker. You know, um, yeah, Beast Beast can't be anything less than that. He always has to be the smartest person in the room, for sure, in this group. So you know, I think O'Shea would be a, 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 you know, I don't know, man. I'm I'm soured a little bit because oh, did I mute myself? Can you still hear me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can still (laughs) hear. Okay, cool. Excuse me. I was listening
0: to you. I was I was taking you in.
1: Yeah, I I heard a beep beep. I thought I hit something. Um, but so I think O'Shea kind of I'm soured on him a little bit because of Opium One. Um. Obi-Wan is, yeah, I wasn't a big fan of that. And and his role in it, I thought it was just blah. Very um, underdeveloped, unnecessary, you know, and, and I, I didn't really care for it. So I don't know. The only thing I've seen him in that I liked was, of course, Straight Outta Compton. But it was another movie I saw that was a comedy and I can't recall it right now. I can't, I just can't remember. I'm going to have to look. I don't like looking at Google, but hey, that's what it's there for, right?
0: Absolutely. Mm,
1: Yeah, I forget what this movie was called, but I, I enjoyed him in that. I thought his role was different. It was funny. So with that being said, I could see him being Beast, though. Give him a pair of glasses or something like that. I could see that. He has a good body type for it.
0: Yeah, I didn't realize he's been in quite a few more films than I thought he was in. But, well, good. Hopefully, you know, he's
1: developed enough. Ingrid Goes West. Yep. Well, Aubrey Plaza, that was the one I saw him in. Aubrey Plaza's just fucking amazing. I love her. Man, she, like, met this chick online and, like, Wanted to be her best friend and moved out west to meet her and shit. Like, didn't even know, but didn't know her. You know, <laughs> just a girl she saw online and was really popular online. And just went out there. It was like, I gotta know her. I gotta meet her. That's a pretty good movie. That sounds right? like a
0: horror movie.
1: It, it, it's got those dark undertones for sure. And um, Elizabeth Olsen is the girl that she's going to, that she's in love with. It's pretty, it's a pretty good movie. I mean, you know, indie film.
0: But, um, Oh, shame we If anyone has deep deepfakes uh, technology out there, but anyways. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so awesome. this is taking a lot longer than I thought it would. My yep. fault. So uh, we're gonna do this. I have two more people to cast. Those are the heroes: Wolverine and the Storm. Okay. Uh, we'll save the villains for the next round. Okay. And if we have enough time, we'll throw. I'll I'll do the kids version next time too. Because I think all, like I said, I think it would be really good to have the Duffer brothers specifically do a show for Disney Plus about the young X-Men. Because they've done great thing with Stranger Things and, you know, fuck, that's that's exactly who we need, I think, on a project like that. Um, And also, if the Russo brothers want to do this movie, the first X-Men film, let them fucking do it. I don't know why the hell you would try to find someone else. but the big question no no we'll we'll actually we'll do wolverine last storm i only had i honestly she's a very hard person to cast um and that's because mainly i've had one person painted as her and now she's someone else in the mcu and that's lupita uh i've wanted her to play storm for a long time since i saw her as an actress so now that you know since she's obviously involved in the black panther franchise she's off the table um so i don't have another choice i have one choice in general she's a great musician uh she's a great actress um she was had a smaller role in moonlight but still great in that but has been a bunch of things and it's uh janelle monet i think that she would be Great as Storm. I think she has that confidence. I think she's a good actress. Um, she's got the look for sure. She definitely has the look and she's popular, but she's another person like a lot of the other people I picked that are not too big of a movie star. Now, with certain other people I picked for my casting, this movie could make them even bigger in and into a movie star. But uh, yeah, I, I think that she would be really good for Storm.
1: Hmm. That's a good choice I can see Janelle doing that That's a really good choice hmm. It
0: sucks because You know It's always going to be For multiple reasons The fact that he's gone is the number one Obviously he's got a family and shit But with Chadwick Boseman it's, If we don't ever have that cat or uh, That role recasted That we'll never get the Storm Black Panther story playing out in the MCU That sucks you know, that's why I think, if,
1: yeah, once again, the multiverse is going to, whatever they're doing with that, it's going to change everything. So I'm, I'm really looking to see how things are fol- going to unfold in these next couple of, you know, TV shows and movies to really get, I think we'll get more of an idea of what they're doing, how to do it. Um, Black Panther should give us a lot of, a lot of info. As to um as to what's going on in the future, hopefully, I'm thinking, but we'll see, man. Um, I think Janelle Monae is a good uh, a good pick. What about Haley Bailey? You know her or Halle Bailey? Hallie Bailey. Um, is she? I think I've I've heard of her. She's in a singing group called um, Halle, or Haley and Haley and Chloe, Chloe and Haley, I think. Her and her sister. But she's going to be Ariel in the Little Mermaid. Little
0: Mermaid? Mm-hmm. She's a little bit younger than I'd want. She is younger, that's for sure. Because I'm thinking... She's I guess tw- I'm still 22. trying to... Okay, that's not too young. I'm I'm still casting to potentially, hopefully, see T'Challa and Aurora be in something together. But, I mean, 22's not, not but, bad. That's not too young. She looks really fucking young, though. What if they're oh. T'Challa...
1: What if the new T'Challa is their son? That could be it, you know. And him and Nikia had a baby somehow, and you know, before he passed, or however they're going to, however they're going to explain it, whatever happened. Um, yeah, and they named that baby T'Challa, and it's like, okay, now we have
0: a new Black Panther that can Yeah, some... speed up the aging process then, because we can't wait <laughs> fucking twenty years for. <laughs> The next T'Challa to come
1: around, so, so, yeah, there's gonna be some kind of stone or something. I don't know, man. Something's gonna speed up his age.
0: We it, it, there's so much stuff you got to figure out. It's like, how do we, if we want to get him, how do we get T'Challa back involved? How do we get Magneto? You know, since he was around during the Nazis, not being eighty years fucking old. How do we get the mutants? They have no one's known about him. There's a lot of stuff that yeah. I do not. I, I I do I feel for. Kevin Feige and everyone having to, you know, try to incorporate all that type of shit. It's gotta be hard. What a job um, to have though. You know, I'm trying to think of like another actress that could possibly I'm I remember the face of this actress more so than her name. I'm trying to look her up through a movie. This is really good stuff right now. I know that this is awesome radio. It's me using Google while I'm on here.
1: That's great, man. We gotta we gotta get the info, man. What it's what's there for. Now, I was, th- I was thinking Kiki Palmer. I don't think she might be able to do it to Do it as well. Kiki Palmer's yeah. a good idea.
0: I See, this is where I'm confusing it, I think. My idea was to Wise, but wasn't she in Captain Marvel, or did she get replaced because of something? But I remember her from um, She's Gotta Have It, uh, and I think she was in the, the new Jurassic Park movie. But, yeah, it's Storm, maybe an unknown is the best choice to go for, you know? Maybe someone that we don't really know, and I don't know who the fuck that is, but I like the yeah. idea of Kiki Palmer, you know?
1: I like Janelle Monet. I think that's her. I just think it's, it, you know, it's, it's,
0: it's... She looks regal, you know?
1: Yeah, she has that look, for sure. She could pull it off. You can see that from hidden Palmer Palmer's a really good
0: actress, too, though, and she's... Nope, just came out. I like that idea, too, though. And that was a really Man. good, Man, you know,
1: the fact that you're bringing in Storm and Wolverine, you said you wanted to bring them in towards the end of the of the film. Right?
0: I want Storm to be some story beat within it where they have to go save her because she causes some type of commotion and they get her into the group. I want Wolverine as an accident of them finding him either in a post credit scene or right at the end of the movie, um, you know. You could even end the movie with them finding Wolverine and being like, what the fuck is this? Him going ape shit and trying to attack him and Jean Grey taking him out right at the last second before he kills Cyclops or something like that.
1: That would be you know. Oh my goodness. Talk about...
0: And then you go Nerdy and tell the backstory are... in the meantime before we get to the next movie where he really gets to flesh out his involvement with the crew. Oh,
1: this all sounds great. I would love yeah. to see them in the snow or something, traveling the snow in the woods. I mean, you know, towards a post-credit scene, you just hear him running across like a beast. Oh, my goodness. That would be a man. You're talking about getting the fans excited in a movie. Yes. Yeah.
0: And if, you know, the ship, he should probably be naked. Because... Oh, man. It's got to be.
1: <laughs> so. Be. You um, get that, extra, that extra feral. feral.
0: They, oh, my goodness. That's got to be. A, oh, great story. Just so super feral. Uh, My choice for Wolverine, I've been telling them for a very long time now. Uh, There's two guys I think would perfectly play the character, and I can't see many other people besides that. Um, The number one person, I'll just, and he's already had rumors. No one knows who it is, and they're all jumping the Magneto because he's right now playing a villain on television. But Anthony Starr was made to play Wolverine. He's 5'11, 5'10, 5'9, in that range. He always looks shorter. I know as Homelander, everyone perceives him as taller, but That's just a actually, character. Yeah, it's just a character. If you go back and watch the original show that he came out in called Banshee, mm-hmm. uh, he was literally fucking Wolverine Logan. same like same concept, you know, trying to like stay off the grid, mm-hmm. not trusting people, being aggressive and just how much aggression could be thrown out of him. Uh, and then th- the fact that he's such a good enough actor. He can go and play one of the best heroes I've ever seen in a fucking show. And go play one of the greatest villains. Completely different character with Homelander. To me just shows gravitas. And yeah, it's it's getting another Aussie to play Canadian. You know, we were just joking about that earlier. But I, I just think that he would be fucking perfect. Everything about him. Him winking at someone like an Evan Rachel Wood or whoever. Jane Levy, whoever they get as Jean Grey, he but he still looks grizzled, not as Homelander. Everyone, I'm saying, check out Banshee or just check out other performance. He just has like something about him, like the way that his jaw moves and when he's aggressive, it's straight fucking Logan. And I'm not opposed to the idea of putting a little bit of um, because like the original people that you think of, one's the Punisher and one's Venom, one's John Bernthal, one is uh, Tom Hardy. Both of them kind of have like that nose that that crow magnum fucking caveman look to their eyebrows and nose or, or the fact that it looks like, you know, I hate to say this, but Bernthal looks like he's broken his nose like six or eight times, even mm-hmm. if he hasn't. Mm-hmm. You know, Anthony, my, Anthony and actually my other choice uh, that I'll get to might be too pretty, I guess, but I think that they can look rugged enough. And if you want to do some um, prosthetics, even just make their face look even that much more aggressive and shit. But uh, what do you think about Anthony Starr playing the role of Wolverine Logan? First off, I think Wolverine
1: is pretty. I think he's a, he's he's striking. And me and my sister use that word all the time: striking. Like you look at somebody, you ever looked at somebody and just be like, man, you are striking. Like you just you know you stand out. In front of everybody, a man or female, it doesn't have to be in like a you know a sexual or romantic kind of way. Just an obvious way. It's like man.
0: no, it's 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 specifically <laughs> like when you when you tell a woman she looks stunning. Yeah, that's not like a sexual style concept. Exactly. That's just exactly. It's handsome, striking. I would say is very similar to that. Very similar.
1: Very similar. um So I, I think Wolverine's very striking. I mean, he's had so many women in in his Marvel universe. You know, what I mean, in his tenure in the Marvel universe, he's had beautiful women, you know. Um, so and they they find him attractive, you know. He's grizzled for sure, but he, hey, I mean Hugh Jackman is a handsome guy. So he's a good looking dude. <laughs> <man>. <laughs> I was about to say he played Wolverine for you know, over twenty years. Uh, hey, you know. Um, so I'm not I'm not opposed to him being attractive. Uh, wh- when it comes to Wolverine, for me, I need somebody who I know doesn't take any shit. I need yeah. to know I need to know that you Are not afraid of anything Anything Any situation Any fight That you are ready to go And um, Anthony Starr I've seen Banshee by the way um, His Man I like him better in that than, Home, than Homelander Personally
0: He's so fucking good in that show man That, that show's good Talking <laughs> about Like He's you said I don't give a fuck I'm gonna do what I have to do To get stuff done which, yeah. what is Wolverine's quote? It's like, I'm the, oh man, I can't remember anymore. He's got a, he's got a couple of quotes. Well, he's but, like, I'm the dude, or I'm the guy that has to blah, 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 blah. I don't remember.
1: Oh, I'll try to look it up. Yeah, I'm the killing. He's good, good at something. I'm, good, I'm the best at what I am. I'm the best at doing what I'm I the do. Best.
0: Yeah, now I'm starting to get it mixed up with Bret Hart. Like, I, I'm the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. No, uh, yeah,
1: Wolverine's, I'm the best there is at what I do. That's right. That's it.
0: But yeah, I, I felt like Anthony and Banshee specifically was that fucking mentality. <laughs> yeah, he know? had
1: the, the he had the goatee and the beard too. That you could see it, you know, being a part. of I could see that his face. It, it, and if you put a mask on him, if they ever if they choose to go that route, oh man, his jawline and his face will look great in a mask. I could totally see that. Hey man,
0: good choice, Anthony Starr. I. <laughs> And also, going back to Tom Hooper, could you imagine like him sizing up a fucking six four Tom Hooper? Mm. You know, looking Dang. down on him, Luther and fucking—I uh, forgot what the name of the character from Banshee—is uh, right. but them just sheriff. sheriff, something. I can't remember. What is is can't it remember. Holt?
1: Because he had a couple of names, right?
0: Yeah, that's what's fucking me up is I can't remember his original. Yeah, anyways, but that <laughs> visual. And those two actors, I think, would be really cool.
1: I agree, um, man. hundred percent.
0: Now, my other choice is Canadian. And this okay. is the last one that we'll go over before I get out of here. Let's see. And this is equal. It's, it's he's, he's so popular in Canada. He's been on two hit shows. One of them that became big over here, but it's Jared Kesso. Jared Kesso is known for playing Wayne on Letterkenny. Which, if you haven't watched Letterkenny, it's fucking hilarious. It's on Hulu. It's kind of like the Canadian version of Always Sunny in Philadelphia, but Canadian, if that makes sense. But he plays, a, like, and he's a shorter dude. He's about 5'9", five, 5'10". Five, he plays the older brother of this group, and he is just, you know, just aggressive, very, very short-worded. But when it comes to a fight, if something's like his sister is getting treated like crap from her boyfriend or something like that, he just will go fucking lift up his 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 uh his his sleeves, and it's time to fucking fight. And he'll he'll fight like ten people at once. And then on the flip side, what got him famous was being on what what many consider, but no one knows about here, a gem called Nineteen Two, which honestly, watching that was the best cop drama I've ever seen since I watched The Wire. Nineteen Two. Uh, Nineteen Two. You can only watch it. Um, this one is on the uh, – what the hell is it called? The Acorn. That's their, their streaming service for Canadian television. But okay. I liked him, and I was like, I want to check this out. I didn't expect to like the show as much as I did. He played such – like the new guy, young cop, that comes in to uh, – I think it's Montreal uh, over in Quebec. And um, their new unit, and he's kind of like this country boy – Who's put with this other grizzled older guy? Who's whose ex uh, partner got killed, but he's so good, and by the end of it, he becomes such a good cop, like so aggressive. They do one one of the one of the craziest things I've ever seen on television. They really act accurately depicted a school shooting, and what it would be in the perception of the cops that are at there. It was one of the best. I'm telling you, I'm, I'm gushing over this just because I can't believe that no one's ever heard of the show, but. He's known as playing Wayne on Letterkenny. People love him for that. Uh, Disney owns Hulu. That's one of their top shows on Hulu. And he's a huge Canadian actor. Great size. And with just Wayne, I wouldn't say... I, I, they got another one off that called uh, Shorzy that he uh, plays on too. But with with just Wayne, I wouldn't say that. But watching 19-2, this guy is a fucking phenomenal actor mm-hmm. and could play every dynamic of Wolverine because the character goes through so much on 192. I forgot what his the character's name is, but you know a girlfriend of his gets murdered and so much shit really collects on him mentally that he goes from being like this kind of innocent but really straightforward guy to being really fucked up in the head by the end of it. So Jared Casso, Anthony Starr, either one of them could kill the role. Both of them might be a little bit too pretty, but we already talked about Hugh Jackman, so those are my choices.
1: Pretty is not an, is not a factor at all. That is, Hugh Jackman already broke that mold. I mean, he's yeah. So, you know, I remember people. I remember people always talking about Taron Egerton, always saying they wanted to see him as Wolverine. Um, I used to always see the the you know the the um what do you call them? What do they call him? Um,
0: manaps. Man photo was,
1: manipulation. Thank you. definitely, definitely. Our con- concept art is what the term I was looking for. I always see the concept art of Taryn Egerton is Wolverine. And I've always thought that I looked kind of cool. And I think he's unknown enough to grow into the role. Um I think that would be my only thing with Anthony Starr. I mean, he definitely could do it. Don't get me wrong. And he's a little bit older. It. A little bit older, I, I think that fits for Wolverine though, because Wolverine once again, he has no age. So
0: you know, he's um, from the seventeen hundreds. Exactly. So. I don't.
1: I don't care if he looks old. <laughs> I never. I'm never worried about that with him. You know, but that would be. A, that would be definitely him being older is a benefit. But an unknown also does the character a huge um service. Same as th- that's what Hugh Jackman was. Like nobody knew who he was. He was in, you know over in Australia acting, but nobody. Oh, here knew he wo- who he was, so it was like his breakout role, and um,
0: yeah, and I I love your idea with Taron Egerton. He's been definitely thrown out there. I would throw Shia LaBeouf, but I think he's got so much heat on him right now that's not yeah.
1: even
0: an, an option. But he would, if he played that role, he would fucking kill it.
1: He would murder, uh, it. murder
0: for. But uh, Taron's great, and you know Taron kind of is the reason why I picked Jared. Besides the fact that Jared's actually a fucking Canadian. Now he doesn't have movie experience over here, but he's really popular in Canada and the crossover value of him, him or Taron, once again, you get them, you probably got them for a long time (laughs) for multiple movies that you want to use them because I think that they have time to spare as compared to someone like an Anthony Starr who maybe doesn't want to do, you know, a superhero related thing. Six, seven, eight
1: movies. Exactly. When you get locked into a Marvel deal. The Marvel deals, I don't think they're structured the same as they used to be. But even still, though, it's like you know, yeah, coming off a of homelander, he might just be like, you know what, might take a little break from this. But looks-wise, I mean, aesthetically, I, I, I think he's a great choice. He's a fantastic choice. Um, Shia LaBeouf would be a good choice. Just know whoever is casted as Wolverine will be, once again, it's going to be a big telltale of what they have, to, you know, going because it's going to be such a huge, a huge staple of. Whatever future they have coming up, like whoever's playing Wolverine is a big deal, a big deal. um Yep. Good luck to him. Good luck to you, Feige and company. Man, that's gonna be tough. We shall see.
0: We shall yeah. see.
1: I know. you I know. We've been talking for a while, man. Man, the villains. That's like, man. That's. I'm. I'm looking forward to that one. The villains are.
0: I got two Magneto's, and it's for two different reasons. Same thing I talked to you about not too long ago. But we'll we'll start up that conversation, um, the next time we come, uh, and and do this, which we'll figure out that uh, these are probably going to be monthly, maybe bi-monthly, you know, two a month. Okay. So, not bi-monthly. That would be, would that be bi-weekly? God, I need to stop smoking so much weed. Anyways, oh, um, Heard but that. yeah, uh, just to wrap up X Men cast: Mark Strong is Professor X. Uh, Rachel, uh, or Evan Rachel Wood as Jean Grey, Tom Hooper as Cyclops, Alexander Ludwig as Angel, Justice Smith as Iceman, O'Shea, O'Shea Jackson Jr. as Beast, Anthony Starr as Wolverine, and Janelle monet as Storm. Those are my heroes. And I will just give out, since you guys didn't ask, if they have more Fever and X-Men movie, because everyone loves him so much as Eddie. I want Joseph Quinn to play Morph. Oh man, let's go! Let's that was, go! That's an extra bonus one for you. I just wrote that down too. I have your whole list written down,
1: and I'm looking at it like just the team. You know, the fact that you're going with the core team, I think is um, that's right up my alley. I I definitely want to see the core team because then introducing the. More popular, known mutants like Gambit and you know Psylocke or Rogue or any of those mutants will make more sense once you have the core of the school built. And um, yeah, I like the fact that you're going old school with it, bro. That's I don't know how do you, how do you think that's gonna go over with these new fans? Though? Do you think they will, you know, the newer fans? you think they will gravitate towards the the old school choice?
0: Hopefully, I mean, normally my joking answer would be like, "Oh, that's Generation Z. Who cares?" But uh, hopefully, Uh, you know, it's it's it depends. I think that it's got to be these. I think it's really important to maintain these characters um, to start off things and just add people from there. You know, you can introduce a rogue and it doesn't have to be in the X-Men movie to get her into wherever. Like Rogue, for instance, you could first introduce her as some incident in in a Captain Marvel movie. Where fucking Carol goes and tries to save this girl that's causing this issue. And she grabs her and puts her in a fucking coma. You know? And then you just start off the thing. And then she joins the brotherhood as a villain. And by the third movie, she's where she needs to be. So, just... I think that going by those things... Not only that, like... The second group. The the giant size, if you will. Group Mm -hmm. of Mm X-Men. It's a very diverse group of people to throw on top of this one, too. Uh, like, cause you're now you're talking about Starfire and you're talking about all these other characters. So I, I would make them as popular as you can make. This is a fucking, this is the thing about the MCU though, Abe, Kevin Feige has made Star-Lord fucking popular in the Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm -hmm. And before the movies, they just came to the comics. Like Annihilation just happened a couple years before that, you know, was established. And I didn't believe that all of a sudden Rocket Raccoon was a household name. So I'm just saying, I I think they can do it. Just depends on the involvement that Kevin's a part of it at all times.
1: Bro, uh, yeah, you know, but these days, like I say, man, uh, they don't have that same, they don't have that same, um, they don't have the same um, luxury of the benefit of the doubt from me anymore. I have to be honest because, you know, Harry Styles is Eros and um Charlie is Clea. Like all these choices I haven't I haven't they haven't made them household names. I don't you know, like I just don't see it looks like some of the magic is died. They have to be very precise with the next moves they make. Because a lot of people feel like the comic book movie is dying. You know, um and for it's, some reasons I can see I can see where the concern, you know, would be.
0: Well, I I think that there is just too much of it, honestly. Oh, yeah, I think that's so overs oversaturated. Everyone's wondering what's going to happen, and you have a time period where we could be going through a... I mean, think about it. It's always compared to the Westerns. Westerns were so popular for a long period of time, and then they became... No one wanted to fucking do them anymore. because was, Exactly. So with the comic movies... Hopefully what's going to happen is yeah there's going to be a lull and then by the same time on both sides we have DC trying to do what they're doing and pumping into good movies and not trying to like go in and get with the director and fuck with their shit. But then also on Marvel side I don't like the fact that and it's obvious that Kevin Feige doesn't have as much control as he once did mm-hmm. um especially now that Alan Horns not in charge of Disney and Bob Iger's not in charge of Disney Disney, like a uh, corporate Disney. So, you know, Kevin Feige has people that he has to adhere to where beforehand he didn't. I mean, he had Pumutter at one time and then Kevin was like, why the fuck is this guy telling me what to do? And that ended like that. So because of that, I hope that they can just get to the X-Men and Fantastic Four. Because like I said, that's going to save them. Because a lot, I mean, it's just realistic. It's a lot bigger IPs. Than Shang Chi or the Eternals. regardless if they're good movies or not, you know, we need some people that people already know about. You know, if you're not if you're gonna if you're gonna stop Captain America and Iron Man or Tony Stark and fucking Steve Rogers and all this other shit that you've done, you need to replace it with something that people know, I think.
1: That's what the X Men's here for, man. They're, they're the, the most <laughs> popular thing. Yeah. Hey, that's what they're here for. They're here to save the day. And it's going to happen. Um, great casting, man. I to, your choices were well thought out. They all Thank make you, sense. I don't think any of them were um, too on the nose. And I think that's one of the biggest things for me as a fan. I'm like, I don't want to see, you know, um, you know, Leonardo DiCaprio. I don't want to see him playing anything in the X-Men. Even though I know he wouldn't do it.
0: Yeah, yeah. I would kind of be like, what the fuck is Leo doing in a goddamn comic book movie? He wouldn't do it. I mean... Although I don't think think he would, (laughs) you know, it's funny because one of my choices for Magneto is probably—he's one of the top three best actors of his generation. Um, But yes, yes. so you know what I'm talking about, but I don't want to reveal anything, you know. But the guy's up there with Tom Hanks and fucking Daniel Day Lewis, and might be the number one out of all of them as far as acting chops. But we'll get to there next week. Leo is absolutely. Leo's great. He's one of my—he's one of my favorite
1: actors. I mean, I've grown up with him so I'm, Oh yeah, you, you as well. Like, well.
0: I don't have to—I don't have to see him play a superhero. Like it would have been cool if that one script happened where uh, it was supposed to be. Um, oh man, Avatar guy, James Cameron doing mm-hmm. Spider-Man with him oh, as Spider-Man, oh. and I think it was like Arnold was supposed to be Doc Ock or something like that.
1: I'm glad. In the that late did. '90s. So glad that did not happen
0: yeah thanks 90s. thanks
1: 90s yeah some things some things um aren't meant to come out in their time
0: yeah I, you know i love being a 90s kid and there's a lot of classic movies but man there was a lot of shitty movies in the 90s too like a <laughs> lot of weird sci-fi and a lot of great family movies but, but well the other was
1: i, I think i agree man but i i, I also think that nowadays a lot of people want realism when they watch things you know like people always say oh that wouldn't happen in real life or they couldn't really do that in the 90s we didn't do that
0: no we didn't we, we just, just watched said oh, okay
1: whatever they gave us bro we just watched him was like oh my god oh my this god. is amazing
0: wait so michael jordan's gonna like get with bill murray <laughs> and the looney tunes and go against a bunch of aliens sure all right fuck it perfect thanks Oh, they,
1: dun, 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 dun. they didn't Boo. even have to
0: cancel fucking, uh, you know, whatever the hell, the puppy Le Pew-
1: <laughs> That's it, bro. You know what I mean? Oh, oh, Will Smith and Jeff Goldblum are gonna be locked in a spaceship in outer space and smoke their cigar and destroy
0: it? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> that cool. is definitely the best movie from that shitty director, though. Oh,
1: man. God. Hands, down, hands down, man. I mean, Independence I Day is an absolute we'll classic. It's, um...
0: That's um, oh, he made 2012. He made the fucking the terrible Godzilla movies.
1: movies. All the destruction uh, movies. Oh, the guy. Day after movie. tomorrow. I saw Godzilla in the movies, 1997. And that
0: what a disaster. I was, I was so confused. I was like, that's because I was a kaiju fan. My that doesn't even look like Godzilla, and he's giving birth to asexual raptors. That's
1: what? Is that, that's Roland Emmerich, right?
0: Yes, Roland okay. Emmerich.
1: Okay, my, I had to go through
0: my brain. Yeah, like, people talk really shit right. about Michael Bay. At least Michael Bay's got two bad boys, fucking The Rock, and the first Transformers within the, first, the realm of movies that he made.
1: The first Transformers. Wow, what a gem. I, I, I could go on tangents about everything. You always mention good things. I'm like, yeah, I could go on a tangent about the first Transformers. What a what a great movie. What, a, what an absolute gem. The other one's not so much.
0: No, not so much. And Megan man. Fox, in that first movie, she's just absolutely gorgeous. It, oh, oh, yes, man. And that's back when Shia Buff was in The Greatest Actor. He was like, whoa! <laughs> Stumbling yeah, yeah. a lot.
1: It was just even Steven Shia. You know, they were just capitalizing on his cuteness.
0: We saw the potential this. in Holes, but it took a little while to get there.
1: It took us a little while. Man, Holes is an extremely complex movie for children.
0: It um, is, man. That's a good kind, movie.
1: It's the kind of movie kids need these days cause I'll still watch things for kids sometimes, just to keep up with what's really you know what what they're going on, like what's going on with them. You know, so when I write trivia questions for like family nights and stuff, and the kids are gonna be there. I want to make sure I can ask some questions they might know. So um, I try to keep up with some of the stuff they do, and it is, like secret headquarters, I, I'm not trying to go on a tangent. We've been doing this for a minute, but secret headquarters. Have you heard of that or seen that? No. That's, um, Owen Wilson, and it's, um, he's, like, a superhero.
0: Oh, it's, yeah, and then they the invite his Adam friends Adam to have a party.
1: Yeah, man, it's from the, the the kid who played Ryan Reynolds in, um, The Adam Project.
0: Oh, I, think, I love that kid. He was yeah. fucking great in that. It, it, so he's pretty much doing the
1: same thing again in this movie. And It's not a bad thing because he's a kid, so if it works. You know, he's um, doing the same thing, and, yeah, Owen Wilson's, like, the superhero, and, um they have to they find this secret they find a secret room it's pretty much what the movie is and it's things you know that's not the main story but there's things that happen in between of course but it was very kiddy I, I, like they it was very um like hey look at us we're a kids movie like, It felt like it and it was kind of dumb <laughs> in some aspects but like i was saying before is you know everybody wants things to be real but sometimes fiction for me just i just go with it you know what I mean? And I don't even. I don't sit there and be like, "Oh, well, that wouldn't really happen," or, "This, this wouldn't work." Like, I'm. I don't do that because it just ruins it for me. I'm like, you oh, know. Oh
0: man! I mean, even the simplest it. movie. If if you were like, "All right, so you're about to watch a movie about a bunch of kids that play baseball, and then they hit a baseball into a yard where a giant dog is trying to kill them if they try to get it," and that's the main premise, they are gonna be like, "That's stupid." They're like, fuck you! Watch Sandlot, okay? You know. Give me a break it's not stupid it's amazing
1: it's amazing man some things you know let's bring the imagination back that's why i can't wait for this james cameron to come out um or this avatar this guy was dissing avatar the other day and we were talking about it and i was like you know i don't care people don't think it's a good movie it because i don't think it's the best movie you know avatar by any means but watching it in the movies was an absolute experience i think i watched like eight times in the movies it was mind-blowing like, that's what we... We need those things. You know, when you watch it at home, it's not the same. and You don't get the same effect. Um, but we need more imagination. And that movie was so imaginative was just as far as, the, you know, the backgrounds, the animals, the scenery, the effects. It was... Oh, I absolutely love it. So I'm looking forward to this Avatar 2. Which comes out very soon. Very soon. Now I'm thinking about it. I don't know if you're an Avatar fan
0: or if you think it's this, Pocahontas
1: or Fern Gully.
0: <laughs> revisits tonight. I don't remember. I saw it in theaters once. I thought it was good, and I just never cared to go back and see it again. Um, re- it I, doesn't I, have I, I rewatchability. It,
1: was it doesn't have a lot of rewatchability.
0: I think that James Cameron's a little bit cocky uh, for a director. I don't put him in the same caliber as I do with Steven Spielberg and a lot of other guys. He doesn't have the I body of he work. Himself. You know, Titanic was a good movie. I don't think that has a lot of rewatchability either. Um, I love True Lies. I love uh, Terminator. Terminator 2 probably is my favorite movie of his. And uh, uh, Aliens, all of them are excellent films. Just, you know, I really think that he thinks he's more important than he is within film. And that's just me being kind of arrogant. But he's also talked a lot of shit about superhero movies. So, again, my favorite director of all time, Scorsese, has as well. So, what are you going to do?
1: those are, you know, those are our tours, you know, but, but James Cameron is the king of the theme park ride movie. I mean, exactly. I, you know, he could say whatever he wants to say about superhero movies, but it's like, bro, come on, man. Titanic is as glitzy and glamorous as it's dressed up as it, it underneath it. It's really just a spectacle.
0: The and spectacle. all we want is for James Cameron to paint us like one of his French girls. That's it, so, man. Please. That's it.
1: I think, yeah, that's one of my, my biggest dreams in life. I need to have that. Need to have it needs to happen at least once. I'm gonna jump on that, man. Thanks for putting that back in my memory banks.
0: No problem. And <laughs> because of the fact that you need to get a hold of James Cameron, we'll end the show right there. <laughs> Great way to end the show. <laughs> talking about getting painted by James Cameron. Yeah. But either way, hope you guys enjoyed it out there. We'll get another Dane Rance. Probably a little bit quicker to finish up this topic with the X-Men because i got to get those villains out there. I got Magneto, I got Toad, I got Pyro, I got I Avalanche,
1: okay.
0: I got keep, the blo- yeah. the Blob, Sabretooth. you know, all of them are going to be okay. chopped up in this.
1: Hold on, alright, so you're going old school with your Brotherhood, I love it, I just I want to let you know I love it. I wanted to see who your Brotherhood was going to be.
0: Oh, so and you, of course Mystique.
1: So you're using Avalanche? Yep. Okay, so if you go that route and we'll talk about this later I'm sure and this is where I I love the brotherhood. They're just the villains of X-Men period. what we can do is what you could, I think what they could do is this. Make Mystique the leader of the brotherhood and have Magneto be this ominous figure that's beyond mm. that. That's beyond that. Like he like they're low level. You know what I mean compared to Magneto. Did you ever watch X-Men Evolution? Yes, absolutely. I thought, I thought that was a great cartoon. Um, the only thing that hurt it was the fact that it came out after Fox's. You know, once it came out after the original X-Men, I think you know people didn't treat, they didn't give it, you know, the, the respect it deserved. But I, I remember watching it back then, and I thought, I still think that cartoon is honestly just as good as X-Men. Like, I think it's just as good. It's got great stories, great characters, and um, and they use that brotherhood, by the way. It's Avalanche. Um, The Avalanche Blob, um, Toad. They use Quicksilver on that one. They don't use Pyro. I have a
0: wacky ass idea for the blob. Let me just say that. I I just was like instead of trying to go for like a big fat guy, why don't we just do CGI and make someone that could play that role really well? You know, it's kinda like the whole it's different, but like how a lot of uh people or it's rumored that uh the fuck's his name? God, this is gonna drive me crazy, Jason. Um, from How I Met Your Mother, um, um, Jason, 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 Jason.
1: What's with the S? Siegel,
0: Jason Siegel. How he might be playing the thought, or might be playing the thing, because he's from New York, he's Jewish, and you know a lot of people are like, oh, well, he doesn't look like the thing. He's he's a fucking it's thing, you know. You know you get him cgi yeah him doing like a a, a, gr- a more gritty voice yeah. he becomes very similar to like something that you would see in gardens of the galaxy i so, could totally see him playing a thing i think that'd be a great choice yeah I, i'm I, down for that well i'll just say that my blob choice is very similar to that i think Black. i just uh oh i, I like, that. Just I like that bring a little bit of intensity to the role anyways we're out of here.
1: Yeah, you know, we're out of here. But, oh, man, you, yeah, I can't wait to talk about the villains. That's awesome.
0: We'll get to the villains. Uh, yes. y- let them know your plugs, uh, anything that you're man. doing coming up. and once, uh, we'll, again. We'll
1: leave. once again, man, thanks for having me here. Um, A.G., Abe Greer, Super Geek Trivia Fights, Instagram, TikTok, the hottest trivia game in the city. Come and play. It's awesome. Hardest questions you're ever going to have in your life. And um, also follow him, just me, Abe Greer. That's it, man. Thanks for having me once again, sir.
0: No problem at all. And you can hear us on any downloadable platform. Just search Dane Rance or Geek Fives Nation. I also have a wrestling show that I do every week called Wrestling Geeks Alliance. You can search any of those on Google or if you want to do Spotify, YouTube, um, whatever. You'll find it and you'll listen to us. Uh, give us, you know, four star, five star, the highest rating possible. And subscribe, please. That'd be great. And uh, me and Abe will be back to do the villains one probably soon. Sooner than I was anticipating due to the fact that we're on the same topic. But that took a little bit longer than I thought. So you're excited about it. I'm excited about it. Thank you guys so much for listening. Have a good day, night, whatever you're doing when you're listening to this. And come back the next time for more with the Geek Vibes Nation. So you guys have a good one and peace
2: out. Now I have to stop this, so you guys are still hearing this, but...